everybody, and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. This is episode 25. We are back. All of us are here. So what's up, everybody? What Ooh. is up, everybody? And uh, it's been a little bit of time. And you know what? We don't have excuses. Okay. I mean, we do have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, the hell we do. A lot, a lot of school. But hey, guess what? We're all we're all good now. Uh, we have a clear schedule. Yeah, we're all in our young 20s. We're all broke as fuck. So, you know, we're on that grind. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got that right. And, uh, and yeah, we're here. And uh, it's going to be – I have a good feeling about this summer and uh, what we have. But let's uh, – let's, let's get right into it. Um, you know, we, we, this, it's been a long time without this. Zach's thought of the week. We all missed it. Zach, what do you got for us this week? This is an OGS thought of the week. All right. Finally. You have to be half animal and half human. What animal do you choose and which half? <laughs> um, half animal, half human. Is that what it is, he yeah. said? And you get okay. to pick You have to pick your legs and your, like, your upper body. I believe it's called a so halfling, like in fantasy terms. So your top half is one animal and your bottom half is the other animal. So you have to, one half has to be human, and the other half oh. has to be animal, and you get to pick which half. My my bottom half would be a goat. <laughs> why? Uh, I don't know. Why? You're, why? Not, you're not the goat, if that's what you're implying. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm straight up. I'm a, I'm a giraffe top with. <laughs> Bro, you you don't. I don't think you understand. Like you're gonna have like these two just massive legs. You're gonna be so unproportional. Like holy so, shit, dude. So Zach, if your top half is a giraffe, like would you still be able to like speak English? Um, yeah, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> or like, oh, or like, if your top half was the animal, like, or would you only be able to? I don't know, speak animal. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I can speak in giraffe. <laughs> what is, do you see him looking at his profile picture right now on Discord? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a giraffe for those listening. Um, I'd be bilingual. I, I think that uh, I think I'd go with a horse as my bottom half, just so I have the most powerful back kick in the history of man. Like, well, yeah, but you'd be shitting everywhere. I will be shitting everywhere, but you know what? That's good that's, because I can't get arrested because I'm a horse. He does that anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true too. I've been I feel sitting like, here for a while. I, I, for some reason, my first thought was lion. Like either lion top half or like because lions are just like fierce, you know. But you know what else I was thinking? Yeah, sure, bud. Bottom half walrus. You want to know why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have the biggest dicks of any animal in the world. That's not uh, a joke. The, the elephant would like to speak with you. No, I'm ser- like, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's like scientifically. Can we get? I want to look. Okay, I don't even know what I have to Google okay. search right now <laughs> to find this, but I'm okay. gonna do it. Like, Walrus. I'm opening up an incognito window for this. Search. And I only I'm got. Not, the- I'm gonna have it in my history. I want. <laughs> like, literally- I'm usually pretty good at this. Literally, there was like inches. a twenty-two inches. Uh, um, no, pretty... you're so. If we're talking about mammals, are we talking about mammals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the blue whale. Oh yeah, and it's five feet. <laughs> oh wow! The largest ever recorded was eight feet. Jesus, <laughs> ever recorded? According to Softpedia, so someone had to measure it. Of course. Uh, I mean, you kind of have to, right? I mean, you're a scientist. That's kind of part of the gig, right? <laughs> I would, I would, that's what I would, I would think. Hate my job, dude. I I would hope that you'd be doing more than measuring penises, but 
that is part of the job. I don't think that's all of the job, but it's no, definitely that's all part I of the do. job. I just measure animal penis. It's about eight feet of the job, but you know. going up to the zoo, it's like, uh, what's up? I'm here for the penis measuring. <laughs> you know how like they have like you go to the zoo and they have like a little uh little like plaque things that uh that like tell you information. Oh, they should start God. adding penis sizes to those. <laughs> and I really want to see a kid try and read that. Like Penis? It's like preparing what? For Mommy, what's here, that? I'm here to do the, here to do the penis measuring. It, it's like preparing for the health inspector at work. <laughs> Picture like oh, an God, African safari. Here. African safari, like the guy is just pointing out every animal he sees, like penis size. Like there's the there's the African giraffe. They have a four foot dick. <laughs> so Tyler, would you be? Would you have a lion head or lion legs? That's what I'm trying to figure out because like lions have like. Like they're, you know, you'd have to get a new headset. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to imagine Tyler would like waist up as lion and then waist down as human. He would look like the worst <laughs> medical experiment to ever happened. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But, like, you know, like, like, like lion, like. lions have like, like just huma- like tree trunks for legs. Like yeah. I feel like that would be maybe you'd so actually I'm, make I'm a save with your pads. I'm imagining wow. a giraffe that still has four legs, but each leg is like a human leg. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I, don't, I need. I don't like that image. I, I'm glad I'm not good at Photoshop. I really don't ever want to see that. Uh, I don't want to see that. Jesus. Either, so. Actually, you know what? Google's gotta ha- hold on. Google's gotta have something. Give me, give me a minute here. Hold on. No. Google's gotta have something. I mean, like I said, lion was the first thing that came to me, but um. That is, I don't know. Like, what? What are the like? Uh, I feel like, what's better overall? Like, to have a upper half or a bottom half of an animal? Like, I'm we, not sure. Well, here's the thing. Like, we have like, a little thumbs. Well, like, we have thumbs, so most yeah. of the time you want the top half to be human. The bottom half is where we could use some work because our legs are not <laughs> really that strong, like compared to a lion or cheetah or zebra or so like, like if you get cheetah horse. legs does that automatically make you fast it's got it right i mean because it's all muscle i mean part of whether they run so fast is because of them being on all fours but so maybe you want like an ostrich or something you know those things are fast as hell and they're on two legs so yeah. maybe you want like True. twigs yeah i don't know, I don't know. i'm surprised that this image doesn't exist rest. i'm really surprised this image doesn't exist yeah that's who fun. would make yeah. that dude I, d- Somebody who has a lot of time on their hands. You know how the internet works? <laughs> yeah. No. Rule 34 exists, which I don't even I want googled, to look up either. I googled, oh, wait. Someone made a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's wearing fishnets and heels, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Tyler's type right there. Okay. Where did that come from? <laughs> um, My heels? That's not my check. Do you restraint? All right, hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Let's see if I can post it in the. Uh... Just put this the link picture, in. This picture definitely needs to go on Twitter. <laughs> I'll put it if it's if it's decent enough. I'll put it on the edit. Put it in the uh, recording notes chat because I definitely I definitely do want to see this. Why is it every like literally every time we've had Zach Star of the week, it always goes off the rails. That's it, the point. Every That's the point. Oh my god. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 
You know what's weird about this picture? That's kind of what I was picturing. They put so much detail in the bottom half, and just like the the half, the top half of the draft looks like it just like yeah, no, that was that was drawn by a third grade art class. You know what? I got I got not the heels. You nuts, dude. The the heels got some some definition on. Look at that. You got some shading and everything. Yeah, everything. Look at that. They shine like a diamond, man. I, I think you know what this might be. You ever see those subreddits or those Twitters that are uh, like I forget what they're called. It's like color sabotage or something like that, where they take like children's coloring books and draw like the biggest oh, dick. Oh yeah! I wonder if this is that. Yeah. Here we go. So this somebody is the real deal right here. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you did not just do that in paint. No, how would okay. I have done it that quick? That's why I'm asking. But I had to ask. If he Jesus, did it, um, that'd be incredible. Whew. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, that is Zach's thought of the week. As usual, it's uh, it's weird. Yeah. And, Fucking retarded. And we, and we always end up talking about dicks. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll take the L for that one because I brought it up. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's start off with our quick picks. And this one is a personal achievement for your boys. Um, we have said a lot of times this, by the way, this just makes us sound like losers. That's fine. <laughs> um, we worked for this. God damn it. We have been playing NHL, uh, the NHL series well, really for the past two years, because like, that's when we really all, all four of us came together and became friends. And we've been playing this since last year and probably have recorded about six to 700 games, you know, Somewhere, I would say probably somewhere in the 600 game range. Of games That's played. like a game a day. Yeah, over the two over the two um two years, NHL 18 and 19, and we were looking for that elusive Division One title. And finally, on May 21st, 2019, the boys came together against the New Jersey Lemons, <laughs> <laughs> and the boys. With a game to play and needing, I think it was, it was we needed one point, so we could have got an overtime loss, but we came out there and we said we wanted the win. We come out there. The Cats Clan defeated the New Jersey Lemons. Though the Cats Clan. Though, I'm sorry, though the Cats Clan. <laughs> the, the New Jersey Lemons, 3-1, to one, to capture their first EAS, EASHL Division One title. And uh, what a feeling. Right? What a Absolutely. I mean, the Sharks had Woo! just lost that night out of the playoffs, and I couldn't have felt better after. You know, well, you, you got you got to talk about like how the how the goals happened. Like, oh, so, oh yeah. So we start off right, and uh, you know we're looking to get on the board early. Uh, I get the puck up the right wing, and uh, I put the afterburners on. And as I explained, and I I I I I didn't get the puck in deep on this one. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I took it myself, and as I described... Maybe after a date. <laughs> as I described in the uh, in the chat, let me pull it up. Um, of course, I can't find it now, because everybody <laughs> and their goddamn mother post on this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't this a gaming talk? Yeah, I thought it was in the gaming talk. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, there it but, is. Uh, it's definitely here. Alright, you read it. What did I say? I forget what I said. <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay. This this was yeah. No, wait, hold on. There it is. There it is. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. So Tyler goes. Peep my early goal where I put the afterburners on and put the <laughs> and put the back clappy upstairs where Grandma hides the cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
started off the game. I think I was about three or four minutes into the game. And uh, uh, quick one. We got started early. We got started early. Um, you know, then we started to get the pucks in deep and really got our mm-hmm. cycle game going. And uh, our yeah, cycle game is about... definitely our strongest like asset. By the oh, way, oh yeah, for sure. We have let's that. Let's talk like, about our boy pressure. Stonewall Butterstick. Yeah. Who plays center? Who plays center? Hold on. I'll get to you in a second. Calm down. <laughs> I, I I honestly forget. All the goals. I know there was a deflection goal by Brendy in there. Yo, um, I don't know if that was the, the third, the second, or the third. I can't remember. It was the second because I remember it was reviewed. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was reviewed for high stick, no goal, and then it definitely should have been a high stick. By the way, I think I want to say Bobby got the third, but I can't remember how he scored though. But I can't really. So remember. It, w- it was a slap shot from the point. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He just hit a laser in the corner. Yeah, yep, and. Uh, and that gave us, a, and they scored somewhere in there. But you know what? It wasn't enough. And I and and I will say, and I think we all agree, the MVP of the game was literally th- there was no question it was Zach, uh, yep. Zach Butterstick, as we refer to him in NHL. Um, he played an unbelievable defensive game. A lot of great, just you know, clogging up the middle. And assisted on every goal. Yeah, I think I had three assists that game and three hits. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, three, so he had the points and played defensively very well. So uh, it was nice and finally got that title. Uh, I, we have the stats here for the... Wait, did you talk about Brendy's goal? Why? We got to talk about how it went to review, how it almost well, didn't count. Come on now. I did. I mentioned it went to review. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I thought because me and Brendy had played like a few, like, I think it was a day or two earlier. And there was a high stick call that they said it was no goal, and that stick looked higher than it was, but like to the other goal, so like no way this is counting. Yep. Uh, and they counted it. We and we and we didn't bring this up by the way, but I we do have the recording of this game. Um, I did record it, so yeah, this might be. be something we release. We'll talk later. You gotta release the full game. <laughs> yeah, of course I had the full game. Dude, um. Right. So we have uh. So we have stats for yeah, and This is NHL nineteen only stats um wait I, no 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 wait you wait before we go into the stats mm-hmm. you're missing something oh the post-game interview yeah you do <laughs> I, so, I forgot about that bpm so, was, was lucky to be in the locker room <laughs> after the game and yeah. we just so happened to be able to grab the captain mr brendan dodson for a exclusive post-game interview uh apologize for the audio quality there was a lot of commotion so it's not the best in the world uh, however, it is a very good interview, and I would like everybody to hear it. It's about Preparing two and a half minutes long. <laughs> it's about two and a half minutes long. So uh, I hope everybody enjoys. And the, uh, oh, I'm cutting out. Why am I cutting out? Yeah, I, I can it. barely hear it. Yep, yeah, hold on. I'll fix that in a second. Keep talking. I will fix that. I know what happened. Well, um, well let, me, let, let me get into the stats, and then you can go to yep, that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, like I said, this is just NHL 19 stats. Um, you're looking at what I forget it already. 335 games played over was, the club. Yeah, 335. It was 37 or 38 seasons. In yeah, it was 37 or, 37 or 38 seasons. We were in division. We like we kept. You know, we would be in division one, but could never get the title. We'd bounce back to two, go back to one. Like we never really got like we we even two. we even like went like as far back as three at one point. Like, I remember that. I was like, damn, we're yeah. not winning the title this game. Yeah. Um, but over that time, uh, now these stats also 
count playoffs too, so that's why that gameplay is is weird. But uh, Brandy led us with 348 games played. Congratulations, you were the biggest loser out of all of us. Playing in every game. I follow with 297. Zach with 148. Bobby with 142. Uh, leading goal scorer was myself with 335 goals. Brandy with 319. Uh, Zach with 80 and Bobby with 73 and assist. I led in that as well with 327. Uh, Brandy with 275, Bobby with 182, and Zach with 111. And points, uh, I had 662 and 297 and 297 games. Uh, Brandy had 594 and 348 games. Uh, Bobby had 255 and 142, and Zach had 191 in 148. I, I just want to point this out really quick before you continue. Like in NHL 20, I have a feeling like me and you like are probably going to have very similar amount of games played because like I remember when NHL 19 first came out like me it me and Zach just uh played by ourselves for a little bit like yeah. not much like you know like 40 or 50 games yeah uh so in NHL 20 and there might be a different story yeah uh, which I mean like I didn't know I obviously don't care but um but yeah I mean I would have liked to cuz like I mean I will say, like, a lot of that came from threes games where you do get more points, but, like, I'm I'm at, like, a two-and-a-half point, you know, point per game, which is pretty nice, so. But uh, then we I, – I do want to mention plus-minus. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to do this, Zach. I really do. Um, but, you know, Zach, uh, Zach was retired um, – Probably seven or eight times. Um, his, 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 he was up in the rafters for a while. Uh, he, he, he came out of retirement, uh, threatened to uninstall the game probably 150 to 170 times uh, over a month's time span. Uh, and, uh, you know, the plus minus was affected. You know, I will say he was playing frustrated, maybe not playing his best hockey. Uh, Brundy, why the fuck are you typing right now? <laughs> Buffoon. We can hear every stroke, bud. Um, so plus minus. Uh, me and Bobby tied for the best at minus one. Um, so you know, not even one player on this team was a plus plus player, but uh, it's fine. Uh, Brundy minus twenty five, and our good old pal Zick Butterstick minus fifty one with a nine percent <laughs> DNF rating. Um, but yeah, you know what? Overall, it's just like. You know, as for all the terrible moments that we have, like just the frustration, because well, I mean, look, the game fucking sucks. Like I'm not like mechanics. Yeah, it's a, it's a like that. game. It is not nowhere near even realistic at all. Like, like, but like I, I just enjoy playing it. Like when we're all having, like when we're all genuinely having fun, it's like actually just a really good time. So us winning it was yeah. You was know, nice. it's bad, but it's fun with your friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, I wouldn't really play by myself ever i only play be a pro by myself I, I think that's fun but otherwise no i'm not playing any of this stuff by myself um but yeah if bobby do you have the audio the uh you right yeah I, th- I think i fixed it um so this is the again the if this doesn't work then i'm just gonna end up putting in the video that we'll release on the uh, complete channel as a separate video um but here is the post game interview because that's like two and a half minutes long so buckle in but it's a good time and following <laughs> the all right that's better uh, finally the league one, the oh my god jesus christ I'm so excited <laughs> division one title we throw it down to robert morrison with an interview with brendan dotson 
Thanks, Tom. It's really hard to hear you in the commotion here today. The, the champagne has already gone off. The camera is soaked. But I do have Brenda Dodson. The captain led the Cats clan finally after 50 years to the D1 title. <laughs> Robert, words cannot describe how I'm feeling right now. I just, I, I just want to thank my team. I'm, I'm just so fucking proud of you guys. <laughs> All right, you guys came. You had a lot, a lot of clutch players today. Who do you think stood out to you tonight? Oh, it was def it was definitely the play of our boys like Butterstick, our our assistant captain. You know, he he, he was coming out, making some clutch plays, getting the pucks in deep. That that man has had his had his jersey raised for the Raptors seven times in the past three months. I'm glad that he's come back to to win the title with us. So what so what happens from here? What what is in what is in store for the Cats Clan next season? Uh, well, our. Uh... <laughs> You know what? We'll, we'll have to uh, move on to the next chapter. Uh, we we got our boy. Uh, I f fucking forgot your name. <laughs> wow, good hookers in the off season. Uh, Pucks and deep. Oh yeah, we we, we got our boy uh, Pucks and deep trying out to be goaltender, uh, and uh, hopefully we can win another title like that. Do you have anybody you want to give a shout out to? No, I'm good. <laughs> be having a stroke. Um, oh no, that's unfortunate, Robert. How I, you guys have been upgrading arenas at an alarming rate, and the fans have been filling up every every game. What do you have to say to them? Oh, thanks. The, yeah, thanks, fans. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> uh, Captain Dodson. All right, here we go, boys. Time. In the cup of winners. <laughs> thank you very much, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you in the studio. We are ben such Blake. a dysfunctional group. <laughs> God damn. When you hear me say, all right, here we go, boys, I'm literally chugging beer. Yeah. Shout out to my ending for back to Tyler in the studio. I was hoping that Tyler would pick it up in the podcast. Right away. <laughs> oh, I, that was good, actually. I you know, I'll, yeah, uh, of course you didn't think I, about that. I'll give it to you there. But, you know, I just... <laughs> the best part of that interview easily was... <laughs> Nope, I'm good. <laughs> nope, I'm good. <laughs> we, I, so in the interview, I cut this out, but there was a minute long laughing fit after he said that line. Yeah, uh, I was trying to get the next question out about the arena and the crowd. Zach was just basically not letting me have it at all. He was in tears. <laughs> I and I, I I couldn't help but laugh at his laugh, so we just end up having this full on full blown laughing fit right at right after he said the line. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that was uh, that was good though. We just it sounded like someone away. bought in a recorder. I want to say too, like that is like like you know we do that all the time just to be kind of like funny in the group. Like it wasn't like we were doing this for the podcast, so it, like it's just like that's just what we do. Like we're just so fucking weird, man. We, and, we started uh, that a while ago, yeah, and it's where the Yup Thanks joke came from. Yep. Um, it just... That, that's we, also where my name came from. Yeah. Uh, 
on the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we basically do that every once in a while. We're like, I'll just be like, Ty, send me, send me, send me. And then all, all of a sudden, Brendy's in this interview or Zach's in this interview and someone's roasting somebody. It's always or or uh, Tyler sends it down to you and then all of a sudden, he's in the interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler's like, straight up not having a good time. <laughs> I, I love that he got, he got me yesterday. Tyler was like, "Wait, how am I in the studio now?" Ty, like, like Tyler, like ha- like Tyler has the headset. All right, down. Do you- sprints. He, down. He, yeah, he puts it down. Just sprints down the stairs. Yeah, like I said, it was just like I said, the game is not fun, but when we're all together, it is fun. So that uh, how that is that uh, division one title. Um, <laughs> We will probably not do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, NHL 20, boys, you know? We, yep. we yeah, the grind, the, the grind, grind starts. The grind starts. Zach, prepare yourself for just absolutely oh. being a <laughs> He's, he's going to cringe. So I want to be on Discord with you as you're buying or pre-ordering NHL. I want to hear the $60 come out of your fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, too. The other day, too. Xbox, you got to wait 10 days. So. Yeah. <laughs> The other day too, like we're on Xbox and he's just like, I don't even know what we were doing. And all of a sudden he's, I guess he was just on the store. He's like, Hey, NHL has a one and a half star rating. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're doing research now. <laughs> like, no, this is how much you hate this game. Yep. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to some serious, well, you know, some serious stuff. That was a good time though. Um, we start off in ice hockey, but not men's women's hockey. Uh, there has been a big, um, I will say problem um, with women's hockey players and um, compens- compensation and just problems with the leagues. Uh, so the top women's players um, form a union. Uh, about 200 players uh, have formed the union of the professional women's ice. Uh, excuse me, the professional women's hockey players association. Um, that uh, you know to basically give them. Um, little i i will say that sorry i'm I'm trying to form how to say this because it's it's basically a they're doing it to push for a, a stable league right well they're not happy with the nwhl being only a five team league i think they're boycotting that start of that season and the canadian women's hockey league shut down in march so right. this is their attempt to push for a stable league Fair compensation, health benefits, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I, I was trying to, I was trying to word it because, I mean, the first thing that came to mind, which was like not a professional way to say it, but I mean, they're they're essentially being fucked for a lot of things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. their compensation wise, I think they were not like I don't think any of them were getting paid um, six digits at all, like or even close to it. I, I believe at least. I think there's there's a number in one of these articles. I'm looking for it. Um, I think it's in the AP News. Let me find it real quick because somebody because there uh, one of the one of them talks about how the uh, NWHL is saying like oh yeah one of them's not uh yeah so this is coming from the AP News uh, AP News uh, about this this story and uh, so they they get some quotes from some of the women players you know we're you know we're dedicated we're excited and then it goes on to say the NHL the NWAHL NWHL I can't talk. Stresses that not everyone is boycotting the lone remaining women's professional league. So that's that's what's left, and there's a lot of players, that 200 players, boycotting that league. 
The league announced a couple of player deals, notably one featuring Madison Packer. Packer, who is tied for most goals in NWHL history, signed for $12,000 to play the yeah. upcoming season with the Metropolitan Riveters. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's I, I, I will be honest, I did not know it was that low. Cause that I is understand the NHL like, makes, like, takes in a lot more revenue, which is why they, the men get paid yes. more. But they should just take some of that money and just fund it into the, the women's organization. Well, they said they went on to say that they announced players will receive a 50% cut of revenue and 15% apparel sales with their names this upcoming season. Um, I don't I don't have numbers as to what are, those are projected to be, but I can't imagine they're good. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine they're good. No, it's not. It wouldn't be anything like yeah. the Josh, obviously. Um, and Ben Packer went on to say that she's, you know, coming back for fifth season because she just really just wants to play. So she, she, she sees she's going to advance the game by playing. It's so. unfortunate too because you know it really gets showcased like in the Olympics, most notably, yeah. um, the, the women's game. And to be honest, like sometimes it's it's better than the men's. Like the U the U.S. game last year when yeah, they won like, the gold, that was amazing game. Like I mean, the U.S. and Canada women's game is always going to be good and and i know that's like the big game but you know there was also other things and there was also great moments too like in the olympic i know this is like a little bit different but you know the olympics had the um north korea and south korea coming together and they formed a women's hockey team um and you know obviously they didn't fare so well but they they it was just something that was very special um and that came from the women's game and you know, like I said, the hockey is very good, and um, you know, like I said, the U.S. and and Canadian rivalry is is honestly maybe like like I feel like it might be more violent in the uh, women. I I, I don't want to say maybe violence not the right word because obviously like the the rules are different, but it, it's feisty. I think it's feistier mm-hmm. than the men sometimes. It, um, well, because really they, they can't, they can't. Can they check? Like I thought there was, you couldn't no, the, check for the, a while. Yeah, you, 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 like you can't. That's why I'm saying, like it's Sweet. not violent, really, but no. it's feisty. Like you'll see. I mean, you'll see checks that don't get called. Like when it gets feisty, like unless it, unless it's like really bad, they'll call it. But like you'll see some bumping, and there won't be any calls. Yeah, I remember they the, allowed to check. I I'm know. not sure. That's like I, I really don't, don't like know. They're, they're I, I don't just, know. Physically apt as men well, are, like it, you uh, know, because they're playing in a league of women. I understand uh, that men and women uh, have physical differences, but I will uh, say that was for the. They're Olympics. all equal. I, that was for the Olympics. I don't know if it's the same, to be honest, in their league. I don't know, I'm but that was for sure the Olympics. So, um, so yeah, and and like I said, there's a lot of really good players. Um, so. Like I said, I was not expecting the number to be that low. That that is yeah. insulting. And um, if anybody needs like a, a reminder as to these players are good. Um yeah. Kevin Coin was at the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NHL All Star game. Dude, she can skate. And the, we were we were raving about her before. You know, it's like and I, she's like I wanna say she's like five four or something. Like imagine she oh, yeah. was like, you know, like as tall as like the NHL players there and able to like take those big strides like she would probably be faster than McDavid honestly yeah like it's crazy um but yeah uh it's it's unfortunate w- with what's happened like I said I mean they're just getting um 
they're getting the sh- the the short end of the stick from from their leagues and uh they finally are trying to do something about it. I know they were trying to come together with the NHLPA um a, a while ago and and that from my understanding didn't go as planned. Um, I think it still exists. I I, I think it does, but I don't think it was like, I think they were expecting it to be very smooth and it wasn't. Yeah. I think Um, it's supposed to be like, it's there because it's supposed to be there, but it it doesn't really do anything. Like it doesn't advocate for the things that it's supposed to be advocating for. That's my understanding of it, but I didn't do all the research for that. Right. That's what I'm assuming Um, it's for. So yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, I just still feel like there's going to be pushback from the league, and and uh, it's going to be a tough task because, like I said, they've been up against it for for a while here, and uh, I don't know if that's going to change just because of how uh, it's been in the past. But you know, uh, they got they have a very steep hill. They're going to have to show that people are interested in watching. I mean, it's the same thing we we've talked about before with the WNBA. And stuff like that. It's it's always a tough get. Um, I I definitely I don't want to say it's had more success, but women's hockey definitely has eyes on it in the Olympics. Like it really does. Um, the WNBA has struggled with 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 similar things. So the this this union now has to prove that you know people are interested in watching, so TV deals can happen and everything else, and that league can be sustainable because the Canadian league was a big deal. I mean that that ruined a lot of people. So. Um, they have a really, really steep hill to climb here, but I am hopeful that they'll get there because there are a lot of talented women uh, playing ice hockey these days. Like, like I said, I really like Kendall Coyne Schofield. She's she's fantastic. She's really fast. She's really fun to watch. I watched her in the Olympics. She was oh, it was awesome. So I, I'm hoping that they end up getting what they're looking for. They're getting a stable league and they'll have somewhere to play. And hopefully, I'll be able to watch because I'll definitely tune in. That's the other part about it is. Um, and, and I'm sure maybe this is something they're pushing for, but as far as I know, there's no, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm, maybe you can get it online. I don't know, but there's no way for you to watch the games. Um, as like I said, as far as I know, like it's not going to be on TV or anything. Um, maybe there's a stream online or something or, or, or like that, that's something I would want to kind of look into. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't it, see it either. It's really good hockey, and uh, and it's something that you want to continue. Plus, I mean, look, it helps grow the game. Um, and, and for like the NHL standpoint, like it, honestly, like if I was them, I would want to definitely invest in that because it's on YouTube, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like they, they, have sh- official, they have official channel full of archived games, like as recent as three months ago. Okay. So here, I didn't know. I had no idea. I wonder if they live stream it. It, it looks like they do. I'm assuming they do. Okay. Um, but I, I would have to really look. Um, I'm gonna I mean, watch some of these but, games. I mean, even in that case, though, like, like I feel like it's got to be bigger than just putting it on YouTube. You know, like this is a professional league. But, um, but I'm also like assuming that you know, there this is their their you know baby steps to to see what kind of viewer count they get out of this. And looking at it, like the full games get about a thousand to two thousand views, uh, mm-hmm. each game. Um. And the, the the clips and the highlights seem to get a little less than that, like in the hundreds. Um, right. The full games get get a couple thousand views, which maybe that's not enough. Maybe that is. I don't know. I don't know what the business is. 
but I mean, there's there's definitely people interested. And I'm I'm just I'm sure there's a lot of people in our position where we didn't even know this was happening on YouTube. I had no idea. Um, so I'm gonna have to go and watch yeah. some of these games now. I'm gonna have to go take a look and then see what I'm missing because uh, I definitely would love to see more women's hockey, especially after the, these past Olympics. I had a lot of fun watching that game. Yeah. I woke up. I woke up my roommate screaming. <laughs> yeah. No. Like I said, it was really good. But no. I mean, just to kind of finish this thought, like, because, like yeah. I said, I think it's an. Uh, it was something I would do for the NHL because, you know, I'm not talking about like a direct correlation where like women are playing in the NHL. That's not what I'm saying. Um, no. But what I am saying is, um, you know, you grow the fan. You grow the fan the fan base for ice hockey and yep. um if you put in a little bit of investment in it, and it's gonna you know obviously the nhl is the biggest league in the world like people are gonna watch it if they get invested in the, to hockey you invest a little bit in the uh, the women's side of the game i think it grows a few um you know i i really hope this works out i really do um it it's like I said, it's it's terrible what they're like what they're making and stuff like that right now, um, and uh, like I said, I hope that uh, I hope it fixes itself. But we will have to see. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some good out of this because they've just been done so so wrong for so long. So, um, yeah, we will uh, end that part there and move on to some fifa fifa news disappointing um for sure for me uh fifa is scrapping its plans for a 48 team world cup in 2022 uh currently a 30 it's been 32 for a long time um they were looking to expand to a 48 uh which obviously as a fan of sport would love to see um more soccer being played more talent to watch and people you know players to discover um, but that is not the case, um, as uh, it was announced uh, that that will not be happening, uh, which is just a, a, a small portion of a huge problem that has gone on for the the World Cup of 2022. Um, it is very, I mean, it, I want I was gonna say sketchy, but like I feel like that's not the right word. Like it's literally proven that this is like it's been bribed. It's been exactly. It's been bribed. It's it's like just not a good spot for FIFA. Um, I was really hoping that they would take it out of Qatar, but that's not the case. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, basically, um, Qatar bribed FIFA to get the World Cup, and uh, there's been a lot of problems with the stadiums being built and getting funding for this, and you know, the other problem. The other, I don't, I don't know, problem. But the other interesting part of this too is that the World Cup is going to be in the winter, uh, which is going to go right over all the European league seasons uh, for club soccer. So you're going to have guys instead of, uh, you know, at the end of their seasons going to play in the World Cup, you're going to have it at the mid season, um, and that's going to create it's going to be interesting because we haven't seen something like that before you know our players going to be better because they're in they're you know still fresh and they're not haven't gone through the whole season of the grind or you know you obviously have the injury concerns you don't want your player getting injured while you're halfway through a season um it's it's just all very 
it's not a good situation. It's not a good look, I want to say, for FIFA. Um, the World Cup is something that I think everybody, like even casual fans, um, you know, will will watch because it's just really, it, it's just fun to watch. Um, so, like I said, it, it's really unfortunate um, that this is happening. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know. So I, I, I want to jump in quickly. Yeah. Um, so you said you were really disappointed that it's not going to be a um, that it's not going to be a, a 48 team, um, a 48 team tournament. Yeah. Um, so honestly, if it was going to be 48 teams, at least this year, I would have been incredibly surprised because, first of all, look at Qatar. It's a small ass country. Yeah. Uh, they currently have. I'm looking at all their stadiums right now, uh, and it looks like they actually only have two stadiums that are like ready to go, and like yep. one and two of them are, haven't even started being built yet. Um, so I I I, I think FIFA is kind of seeing this and like okay, they're probably not going to be like fully ready until um, until you know December or November of uh, 2022. Um, they have. They're building four stadiums and in one city, which, which, which is their capital city. So like maybe they could they could do it, but it's only it's a population of less than two million, and the city itself like it, it it's it's not very big and may not be able to accommodate for all of that. Um. So and 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 with with everything they've got planned on plan on going right now i would uh i would be very surprised if they're going to 48 teams specifically for scheduling reasons because um and and think think about all the um all the people that are you know going to come visit this small middle eastern country right, right outside of saudi arabia um you know for 2 weeks like it's going to be you know, hundreds of thousands, not millions of people that are coming in just to watch soccer for two weeks. Um, and I, I'm not entirely sure if Qatar is going to have the proper resources. Now, obviously, like you said earlier, my preference would be if, if they moved it to a different country. Um, but that's probably not going to happen at this point. If you had asked me, like, maybe two or three years ago, I would have said, you know, it may have been likely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, and it's almost like too late now. <laughs> yeah, and they they even had some sort of uh, um, they even had some sort of contra- controversy with the uh, Russia World Cup, uh, also with bribery. Now FIFA, now it's not too much of a problem anymore because FIFA is under new leadership, and they basically um, everyone that was part of that corrupt regime has basically been arrested. Yeah. So, uh, so hopefully it won't be too much of an issue. I really like what the FIFA president has been doing so far. Um, uh, so the 2026 World Cup, which is going to be held in the uh, United States, United States, Mexico, and Canada, um, will be the first confirmed uh, tournament to have the 48 teams, which I'm really looking forward to. Maybe I'll try to go see a game if I have money. Yeah, that's going to be the. A good. I don't know. Like I said, I I feel like at this point, like as bad as it's been, you would think they would have pulled it by now. But yeah, like I know it's three, you know, three years away. Um, but it's almost too late now because there's a lot of preparation for it. Obviously, you know, they're building stadiums, um, which some countries have to do. Like Brazil did it for the World Cup, um, and, and that caused a lot of problems there. Now, now. I, 
I think the other thing with this is they were looking at getting another country to do this, uh, to expand to 48 teams uh, in, you know, that, that region. Um, they were looking at the, the problem. It looks like to me with what I was reading, the problem is that there's just a lot of political, like, problems in that region. So, like, they were looking at the um, United Arab Emirates um, and uh, Saudi Arabia, but, you know, there's just economic um, and travel ties there that were kind of uh, being a problem. So I think they were looking to expand uh, to another country, but it just didn't work, and that's why they're only doing 32. But, yeah, that's going to – I just have a really, really bad feeling that this is going to be a goddamn mess. Um, and Probably. And having we're gonna need water breaks in December. If I mean four stadiums in one city for a World Cup is absolutely absurd. Like, I I, mean, I, I don't I don't know how big the city is in terms it, of square miles, but like the population like, the population is less than two million. Like it like it better be like a fucking okay. It's forty seven thousand square miles, which is not very big. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, it's going to be a goddamn mess. Like, are, are they expecting, like, nobody from other countries to come to the World Cup or something? Like, it, I don't understand. It really seems like it. Like, so I know Qatar is, like, one of the, the... The only reason that Qatar even has the World Cup right now is because it has one of the uh, highest GDPs in the world. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they, they it's basically been confirmed to be a bribe. Um... So I mean, good for them, I guess, but it really should not be happening. Yeah, it's not a good look. Um, you know, I, I I don't I don't know. It's hard to really say anything besides that I'm just really disappointed with how this has been handled and and how it's gone. I, like I said, I wanted it to be moved, but I mean, look, I would love it for it to be a a great host because. Like I said, uh, the World Cup is a great. It's a. It's just. It's probably the greatest sporting event, like in the world. Um, I don't really know if that's debatable. Like every country is just so involved, and and it's just great to watch. Um, you don't want to ruin that, and uh, you, you know, with it being. And I. I want to just. I just want to say this real quick. I'm not against the World Cup being held in a Middle Eastern uh, country. No. It, I, the problem I have is the is how Qatar got their bid. Yeah, they fucking bribed them, bro. That's not fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more sure, of... I'm not having a good time. <laughs> like, I, I will say, like, Qatar actually seems like a very beautiful country, and I'd like to visit it one day, so... I, I, like I said, I don't have a problem with that. I, I like I do have a problem with how they got it, and I also just have a problem with how it's being handled, because um, it just looks like it's going to be a negative. It, it looks like it's going to be a a tough spot. Um, but you know, I, obviously, we're just gonna have to wait and see. And I'm not gonna make any predictions. Be like, hey, yeah, this is gonna be an absolute joke. Um, because uh, it could turn out really well, and like I said, I hope it does. But yeah, um, as you mentioned before, that whole committee of the you know corrupt uh, FIFA officials has basically been arrested. So that was good to see. Um, also, correct correction: the area is only fifty-one square miles. I was think I was thinking of the population density. I was thinking of the population density. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, so wow. 51, 51 square miles is the size of uh, of Doha, the capital of Qatar. Okay. And there's yeah. four there's four stadiums in that area. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. Um, okay. Yeah, like I said, that that is uh, something that we're gonna have to watch out for. And like I said, I just I really, really, really hope um, it works out. But we are going to move on to some gaming news for now, as we have a lot of that this week. Um, we start off with Activision um, takes over Call of Duty 2020. Um, <laughs> as uh, you know, the plan it, it plans for Black Ops 5, uh, which is going to be. Uh, or I'm sorry, wait a second. Um, did I read that wrong? Now I'm all messed up. What, wait, what are, you, what are you trying to find? Because well, now I'm looking at the article, and it's like saying about Treyarch, and you put about Activision. Now I'm all confused. Um, oh, sorry. No, it's my fault. Yeah, Treyarch's taking over. That's my fault. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, wait sorry. a second. Yeah, Treyarch, Treyarch is taking over, not Activision. So, yeah, uh, sorry. Again. Fuck yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, then I was like, wait, Black Ops 5? What the fuck? That's... So, yeah, uh, Treyarch plans to make Black Ops 5 for 2020, which is going to be awesome. Love the Black Ops series, um, and uh, yeah, Activision um, is not <laughs> is not taking over. Um, Technically, they are, but it's Treyarch. Yeah. So, um, uh, how are we feeling about this? Because, like I said, I mean, I, I'm always a f- I was always a fan. I of mean, Black I haven't Ops, played but... a single minute of Call of Duty since World War Two. So. <laughs> I yeah. I just I love how this happened. If you read the uh, the article on Kotaku, um, the article on Kotaku is like, yeah. Um, so it was supposed to be Infinity. Uh, no, not Infinity Ward. I'm sorry. Uh, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer taking it for 2020. Um, and they're supported by Raven, which there that's nothing new. That that partnership's been around for a, a while now. Um, apparently, um what it was um what was supposed to happen was they were supposed to work together on the game and then release it obviously but apparently they were fighting a lot uh during uh world war ii i'm guessing um the two studios and basically what it looks like is activision's like okay fuck you then we'll give it to triarch um there was apparently a lot of fighting and then apparently everything up to this point is a mess. Like they're not going to be ready. They might need to be rushing things, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, apparently just Sledgehammer is re- kind of falling re- apart. Just remaster Black Ops 1. That's all I need. Yeah, I mean, so it looks like Sledgehammer is falling apart. And in February 2018, the co-founders left and started another company. One of them left to start a company and actually hired staff from Sledgehammer. So Steve's been getting, uh, getting, losing a lot of employees. Um, so a lot of tension between Sledgehammer and Raven, whose staff are said to have argued frequently during the past year of development. Uh, it's two people described it as a complete mess. Now, both studios will serve as support. So they're still going to be a part of the game, but Treyarch is now taking lead developer role in the game for what seems to be all but confirmed. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It, it, it said it weird, but they're Treyarch's supposedly preparing a Black Ops 5. Um, that would be lit. so that would probably be what that's going to be for 2020. Yeah. So Black Ops, uh, Black Ops Four came out, and um, which I still haven't played a single second. It's of. it's it's okay. Um, 
and Black Ops Five is supposedly what's gonna happen in twenty twenty now. So, yep, it, it's it's a mess apparently. I mean, Black Ops One, Two, and Three were all so good. I'm like, nah, they can't do this a fourth time. No way. Well, well, they're doing like, it with Modern Warfare apparently. I mean, I know we keep coming back. Like, I know this is so over talked about, but I can't get over it really. Like, you know, as we're saying here, like Black Ops One, Two, and Three were so good, yet. And and they introduced Blackout, and you know it was Black Ops Four. It was this big thing, and I have not heard about it since it released. Like yeah. nothing. Yeah, it when it when it first came out, like a bunch of the big uh, streamers, like including Ninja, were playing Blackout yeah. and were really Ninja into it. Shroud, Doctor Disrespect, all yeah. the big guys. Like, and I haven't heard a thing since. And you know, I didn't buy it, and and it's just and again it's just something that's so overheard but like i played a few games with brandy and it was fine i have it on pc which i haven't had a cod for and it was okay i mean playing battle royale again i've I've talked about my criticisms of battle royale or how i just don't really like those modes um it was okay i mean i didn't have huge problems with it just you know it's not a game that i find myself repeatedly going back to so i I, i've i've got to ask real quick guys because mm-hmm. I feel I feel like, you know, we may have made a mistake with this last year um, mm-hmm. with Black Ops 4. Are we going to get on PC or console? Well, we got to we got to start paying attention. So the new game, you know, Infinity Ward has their game coming out this year, um, which apparently what they call an open secret. That's going to be a new modern warfare. Right. Um, it, it's which it's actually very weird for Infinity Ward because like they'll announce they'll announce like their next call of duty is like yeah. two, mo- two months after the like the another one gets released so like yeah. they usually do it in like you know december or january so this is very weird for them so so this makes me think something big's gonna happen uh well so there's there's talk of modern warfare 2 uh remaster possibly being part campaign of campaign only as and it's apparently like a pre it might be a pre-order exclusive there's a lot of talk i mean we'll see i mean i don't think they're gonna do this right i have no faith um, now, but here's the idea for 2020. 2020s, uh, the fall of, sorry, back up. Fall of 2020 is supposed to be when Xbox and PlayStation are expected to release their newest consoles. Um, so this next Call of Duty might be the last one that is, you know, mainly on Xbox and, and, and PlayStation 4. Um, I'm sure the, the one of 2020 will be, um, but I think they're also going to kind of do what Ghost was doing because Ghost came out right as the Xbox One and PlayStation uh, 4 came out. Uh, where they're going to have the newest console versions as well. So I think we all need to sit down and make a decision on that one uh, around that time. Um, I might go back to getting Call of Duty on 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 console again. Like, that's a console game. I mean, I really didn't have a problem having it on PC. I just definitely think it's a lot more fun to play on console, personally. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Yeah, we'll we talked about this yesterday. Every time Call of Duty remasters a game, they're like, or like, we're the... Excuse me, Jesus Christ! <laughs> we yeah. suck today, man. We're all off I our can't game. Do it. <laughs> like, please just change the graphics and nothing else. They're like, oh, completely change the gameplay. You got it. <laughs> I don't know. You, you guys didn't want actual suits. Some of the old bugs, and they're like, oh, completely fucking change everything about the game, <laughs> and it's not the same game anymore. Yeah, we dude, I, I, I'm gonna make a freaking montage with the next Call of Duty. We still have right trifecta now. sitting in the back burner. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, apparently it's been Very scrapped bad. by Boobert. I never said I scrapped it. I said it was on hold because there are a ton of issues with the cinematics that I can't figure out. You told me it was scrapped. That I never said those words to you. Anyway, I, I'm gonna have to do. Some, I'm gonna have to do some digging. Anyway, so yeah, if like, I said that, if I did say that, I was completely wrong to say so. 
um, we were talking about this God yesterday between right. us. Um, that like, it's hard for me as a console gamer to just be like, I definitely want this on PC because mm-hmm. I just like the transition just so weird. But um, yeah, but not to the master race. But as a whole, I just feel like again we talk about it so much, but um, I just feel like Call of Duty is just dying, <laughs> like and like, it, it, which is a shame because it was such it was definitely the most popular game for so long. And now everybody, it's like dying and like nobody cares. I feel like it's just I, like, yeah, it's whatever. I, I, I wouldn't say it's dying. I mean, it's still a very prominent franchise. Yeah, I would disagree league. with you on that, Ty. The COD World League is still doing pretty well for itself. It's actually still expanding. Um, and it's good to see. I just don't think there's a lot of faith in each of these games anymore. Like, you know, there was stark differences between like Modern Warfare 3 and Black Ops 2. And then I feel like once Advanced Warfare kind of happened, and then, I mean, I, I know you guys enjoyed Black Ops 3. I never played it. Um, but I would say that the, the, the trio of Advanced Warfare, arguably Ghost as well, but Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, and Infinite Warfare, you started to see a decline just because it felt like a recycled piece of crap each each of those three years. Um, World War II, a lot of people have problems with as well. I enjoyed that one, even though I didn't get to play it as much. Thank you to my school for blocking the ports to play online. Um, yeah. Is hey, there Black a reason why your okay. school? Is there a reason why your school did that? So the like, could you I, find a reason? Well, the answer I got from my from the IT department was that so the school has to have a pretty secure connection for obvious reasons. They have a lot of students to basically protect, you know, and, and then anything can really happen, right? So apparently, what they do is they block certain uh, internet ports so that. Um, it makes it a little bit harder for hackers to access things or, or something like that. Like it's a protection measure is basically what I'm saying. I don't know the, the details as to why it is. So they have to block certain ports. And if developers use those same ports to run their online service, I will not be able to access them. Um, just just seems weird to me that a small D3 college would have that concern. I, everybody's having that concern now. I don't think that's a small D3 college thing anymore. I, well, I, I mean, like I could play, I could play World War II just fine with everyone. Right. You're, but you're probably, I mean, I don't think you were you in college during that, during that game. Can't remember. I was, um, yeah. I mean, I, it, it depends on the college. I mean, not every college is blocking the same ports. Your college may have blocked other ports for different reasons. My college decided those are the ports to block. So I don't really know why they made the decision, but the answer I got was, yeah, we blocked these ports they use those ports fuck you you can't use them was the answer i got so whatever <laughs> whatever I, I could have probably figured out how to use like a vpn or something to use it but they despise the idea of vpn like i can't even like so nordvpn is something i see a lot and i i'm interested in their service but i never used it um but i know a lot of the youtubers i watch are sponsored by them so i tried to access their website they blocked their website at my school so like i can't even download or even visit their website to even just look at it so they are not happy with me trying to alter that stuff in any any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a weird. It was a weird scenario, but I did. You know, I thought it was a fun game. I had fun with it. Competitive was was fun, at least for me. Me and Brendy did a couple game battles as well. Um, that were okay. I'd love to get back into that too. Yeah, me too. Um, it just it, you know, it's, it's it ends up falling on our list of things to play. Um, we've been grinding each other for so long, and we end up going to Fortnite or something like that. But yeah, no, I definitely want to get back in the game battles and stuff like that. I, 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 man, I would, I would kill for like every massive Black Ops two, and we go through a competitive season to that again. Oh my god, that was the best time, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Um, 
Yeah, I, I just I don't know how to feel with with Call of Duty anymore. Um, but it's not a game I'm looking forward to anymore. It just never is. I mean, I'll no, still watch the trailers. I'll still you know follow the rumors and everything else. But for the most part, it it, it never it hasn't grabbed my attention for. for but that's quite what a while. I'm saying though. Like it like back like you know um, yeah. obviously like the modern the Modern Warfare two and three and. You know your early Black Ops games, like it was one of those things where just like everybody, everybody was talking about. It. Like that was the when it was about to come out, that was the only thing people were excited for, um, yeah. like gaming wise. So but it still it's has just, its fan base. It, oh, for sure, and it's just it's not. I guess for me, it's like not growing anymore. Like maybe no. it has hit that plateau. So I just don't. Maybe okay. Maybe it isn't dying per se, no. but it just feels like it's just not. There's not as much hype around it anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's not as much hype around. I mean, I still, I will still watch things, and I'll still, you know, if if it's somewhat decent, I'll still probably buy it. Um, because it, you know, it's a at the end of the day, it's a it's a fun first person shooter, but it's not as to me enlightening or amazing as like Black Ops Two was for me. So yeah. I don't know. I really, I really don't know um we'll keep following this though i mean i just found this interesting from an industry perspective because that just they basically just took two screaming childs and put them down in their place this is, <laughs> is, is how i took this whole thing so i just thought it was funny yeah um yeah, that's funny um yeah so we'll keep an eye on that um and let's move on to riot games is making a mobile mo- yep mobile version <laughs> of league of legends I am, we are we are all off today, man. We should bro, just I don't know. Exactly, we're we're dying. Um, this is what happens when we don't do a podcast for a while. Really, we spend so much time warming up. <laughs> um, Zach is insider news. Zach was pissed off because we took a little too long on prep today. Just want to say a little forty-five minutes. We were supposed to start at twelve thirty. We started hey, at one. Hey, and guess what? Look how bad we <laughs> oh, suck. Okay. We need to prep some more. So shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Next time we we'll get on two hours before. Yeah. There we go. Um. Anyway, no. Riot Games is developing uh, the version um with a Chinese tech company called Tencent. Um, that is uh from uh, Kotaku, and uh, I will. Give this to you, Bobby, because I literally know absolutely nothing about League of Legends. <laughs> that was never yeah. a game I wanted to play, but I know you dabbled in it, so you kind of oh, yeah. take this away. High school, I was all in on League of Legends. Um, I was never any good, um, but it was a lot of fun to play. A lot of the friends I would play with in high school, um, they got good at the game, like really good at the game, so I, I kind of fell off the ladder, and it just really didn't interest me anymore. Um, I think a lot of why I didn't end up doing it anymore is because, like, you know, I, you have to pay for each hero. You have to pay for rune pages, which was annoying to me. So I just like, uh, I, I mean, I, I've I've given my criticism before about um, in-game purchases and stuff like that, especially for something that's very core to the game. Um, but it is a free-to-play game, but in general, so I really can't be too mad at it. Um, but regardless, so yeah, League of Legends probably arguably still the most popular game um the um lcs every year the esports uh a league for uh league of legends is always a huge twitch buster every every single time world is ridiculous like they have it at like the staples center and stuff like that with these huge displays like it's just it's nuts the stage design for those things have had live performances and stuff like that like it's, it's, a, it's a big sporting event man i mean it's ridiculous um 
So Tencent, uh, which is a Chinese company, I believe they actually own Riot Games, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It said somewhere in the article. So they own Riot Games, and they uh, announced that, yeah, there's going to be a mobile version of League of Legends that will be coming out uh, soon. Uh, they, t- they talked about other uh, games that were released, uh, you know, mobile MOBAs that were released. So the main one being Honor of Kings that Tencent developed in China is exclusively in China. It was launched in November 2015 and became apparently the world's highest grossing multiplayer online battle arena game of MOBA, um, according to Reuters. Um, it apparently created tensions with Riot, though, where they were, you know, it was it was an adaptation of League of Legends is what they called it. So there was a lot of other games that came out, like Arena of Valor. I know Vainglory's one that came out. There was actually a competitive on Vainglory. That was the weirdest Twitch stream I ever watched in my life because it was basically five, you know, five players on each side, obviously, in this MOBA. And they were playing competitively on their phones. It was one of the weirdest things I ever saw. Um so apparently now they're they're going to develop a, this mobile version together, and it's it, I'm sure it'll do fine. Um, anybody who's a huge mobile gamer, I am definitely not. Um, will probably be excited about this. Uh, it'll get big numbers. League of Legends has 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 remained so popular for so long, and it's not even remotely dying anytime soon. So um, yeah, this is a cool expansion that they're going to do. And uh, Riot Games, I I read somewhere that League of Legends is the only game they've ever made. <laughs> And I'm not oh, surprised. Really? Supporting everything in that game takes a lot of work. So I'm not surprised by that, that fact at all. So, um, yeah, nice little uh, nice little uh, expansion that they're planning on doing. And I'm sure it'll sell well. I'm sure people will download and play. I have, I have you know, all the confidence in the world that it'll do really well. What? You got games on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how it's gonna be. Now they have like they have Minecraft, Fortnite, now League of Legends, well, RuneScape. My, my favorite mobile gaming thing recently was that um when they announced the new Diablo uh, when Blizzard said Diablo was coming to the phone instead of announcing oh, yeah. a new Diablo and it just completely went to hell. That's a big meme because the guys are like, Don't you have phones? Don't you guys have phones? Like, yeah, we have phones, we don't want to play it on our phones, you dumbass. So I don't know. Um, people, like I said, people will download it. And what's different than the Diablo release is that, like, this isn't like a new, new release. Like, this is just them being like, hey, you want to play on your phone? Here you go. The PC version is, then the computer version is not going to change a bit. So, you got games on your phone. You got games <laughs> on your phone. I do not play any games at all. I, I play, I play like daily chess. Like, like, a, like you have like a day to move. So like I, I go on, I literally, old, you know, I literally go on my phone, make my move and then go. But I end up I play playing phone games that it. are meant to be on the phone. Yeah. Like Blue's Tower Defense or like <laughs> Doodle Jump. I, I was, I was into Clash of Clans for a while on Clash Royale. Let's go Clash of Clans. <laughs> yeah, how about Clash Royale? <laughs> On, That's what I said. It's like Clash Royale afterwards. Clash yeah. Royale, I was a fucking beast at. But Todd, I just, do you remember our study hall when we would just play that? Oh, mm. yeah. Me, you, and Nick <laughs> Brett. Let's go. Shout out to our boy Nick Shout out to Nick Brett. And Brett 21. I'm sorry. And Brett 81 on Twitter. Um, our boy. I got, I got insanely good at Clash Royale like as the game was dying, which was really annoying. <laughs> like I, I think I had like 4,500 trophies or something like that. Yeah and uh that's annoying but yeah uh anyway take it off topic but let's uh i guess let's move on to our big topics this week oh baby and this first one here is oh, huge baby. buckle in everybody for a ride. <laughs> this is huge for uh for the gaming community as a whole mm-hmm. um if you haven't heard about it um 
Tifu is filing a lawsuit against FaZe. Um, so he's suing. I'll read the exact illegal contract. Yeah, it's, it's a legal contract. So this is from um, let's see, this is from Engadget, um, and Jessica Condit wrote this. Um, basically, I guess it's essentially like the 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 uh, proper term would be he's suing FaZe for violating California labor law, specifically the Talent Agency Act, um, and he's looking to basically. Get away from Phase. He's looking to break away. Um, this has been, uh, this is something that kind of broke. He just basically out of nowhere. I don't, I don't know if this was out of nowhere, to be honest. Like, I think you probably would know. Like, it, it just seemed like out of nowhere. Like, oh my God, here we go. Like, he's, it he was, out. it was out of nowhere that he did it publicly. But the, the, the general consensus seems to be that there was, well, according to phase and most of the phase guys is that they've been trying to renegotiate his contract for quite a few months now. Um, cause you know, the, the, the contract that he's, that he's been in up until this point has been the first one that they gave him, which is according to Tifu and we'll play his statement in a little bit. Um, there's this three year contract with these certain, Certain things that FaZe never claimed on, so they tried to renegotiate and this and the other thing. But I, it sounds like my understanding is that Tfue got scared and pulled the lawsuit just so we can get out of the contract. Um, well, which, well, it, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he said, and like you said, we'll play it a clip, but he said in, in the, his statement that he shouldn't have signed the contract in the first place. Um, yeah. He was basically saying that he was young and dumb and signed the contract. Mm. Um, but, you know, this is interesting because you have, you know, the biggest gaming uh, organization in the world and probably the first or second biggest gamer in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Fortnite game, well, you know, Fortnite gamer at least. Um, with, you know, him and Ninja being um up there so mm-hmm. it's like the clash it's like the clash of two and and basically what he's saying is like their phase is taking advantage of him so like it kind of opens like it kind of the first thing i thought honestly is like is this what happens everywhere or is this just like is it like because if the best guy is getting taken advantage of like mm-hmm. there other people have to be too like yeah. i just can't see why they wouldn't be so let's so if if you don't mind, let's just go through some of the the, the events that happened with this story. Um, mm-hmm. if if you feel if you'll let me, because there's a, there's there's a little bit to unpack here. Yeah. So we'll start on. It, I think it was the twentieth. Uh, it was yeah. So it was on Monday, May twentieth. Uh, the report comes out that Tifu has filed an official lawsuit against Phase Clan, uh, for violating the California uh, Talent Agency Act, which um basically has to do with um protecting. Uh, creators, artists, etc., from these these type of things. Um, that's basically what it is, and especially California being you know home to Hollywood, Los Angeles, etc. That's not surprising <laughs> that stuff like that exists over there. Um, so what's interesting? So Tifu is labeled in this lawsuit as an artist, not an athlete, which kind of makes sense, even though he's supposedly like an esport athlete. He's also a streamer, where that's where most of his revenue comes from. It's not the prize money. The prize money he's ra- he's raked in from Fortnite about five hundred thousand dollars. Um, everything else, like the millions that he's supposedly getting, there's no exact number, agreeable numbers as to what exactly, uh, his total revenue is, but he's supposed to, he's supposedly earning millions, um, from Twitch streaming and YouTube videos, et cetera. He's got 10,000, 10 million, sorry, subscribers on, uh, on YouTube and, and millions of followers on, on 
on Twitch. So lawsuit comes out. Um, the claim states that um, FaZe is able to take 80% of his revenue. Um, Legitifu's contract with FaZe allowed the organization to collect up to 80% of the revenue he earned from third parties, preventing him from signing lucrative sponsorship deals. So that includes, you know, stuff like, I don't know, maybe G Fuel or Razor or Steel Series, something like that. Like, so those type of companies, those type of brand deals. Um, so he signed this contract in April 2018, and we will put a graphic up right now. Look where his viewership spikes. Um, in his he's been Twitch streaming for a long time. You can see that he's been constantly streaming. This comes from TwitchTracker.com. You can see he's been constantly streaming for for the past couple of years, and then once he signed the contract in April 2018, um, his viewership just completely skyrocketed, and he became arguably the biggest gamer on the platform. So that happens, and immediately you, you see a split right off the bat between who agrees with um, Tifu and who agrees with FaZe Clan. All the FaZe guys, uh, all the members of the, the leaders, the owners, the players, uh, all kind of band together and say, no, that this doesn't happen. Even like former players, like former CSGO pros and other guys even chimed in. Um, so they signed the agreement. So here's, you know, without getting too much into the personal details things here's what is i guess currently established so tifu did make a statement till today and like i said i'll play that in a second because that's the basically the most recent point that we're at in the story but phase made a statement not you know a few hours later uh saying the following we're shocked and disappointed to see the news of tifu's press article on lawsuit over the course of our partnership with him which began april 2018 face clan has collected zero dollars in tournament winnings zero dollars in twitch revenue zero dollars in youtube revenue and zero dollars from any social platform in fact, we've only collected a total of $60,000 from our partnership, while Tifu has earned millions as a member of FaZe Clan. While contracts are different with every player, all of them, including Tifus, have a maximum of 20% to FaZe Clan in both tournament winnings as well as content revenue, with 80% to the player. In Turner's case, uh, Tifu's real name is Turner. Uh, in Turner's case, neither of those have been collected by FaZe Clan. We're proud of what we conference over the past year with Turner and we'll continue to support him. So they're basically completely uh going on the opposite saying oh no the contract says that uh face gonna only gets 20 percent while the player keeps 80 percent in his specific case um they deny all these allegations etc etc um but what what's so what seems to be the claim because banks phase banks one of the owners of phase made a video uh called dear tifu he he's he's been very emotional about this um there's a lot of tweets that he sent out emotionally because he was the one who found Tifu. Um, his story goes that he got into a game with him and noticed how good he was. He found he saw that he was streaming, so he watched his stream and he found it very entertaining. So he worked to bring him into uh, the Phase Fortnite division, which he did. So Banks had a first personal connection as much as as far as to get Code Tifu tattooed on him, um, which uh, I'm sorry is kind of funny. Um, so there's that. Um, but so what? What apparently is in the contract is up in the air, but what what's the problem is with what phase's defense is, is that they're saying, oh, yeah, we had these we had these provisions in there, but we didn't claim on any of it. OK, but it's still there, right? So that means at the moment, at any time they can choose to claim on those on those contracts. Uh, provisions, or at least that's the idea. So think of the millions that Tifu supposedly gets from his from his live streams, from his content creation, etc. Apparently, the idea is that they can at any point say, "Oh yeah, where's our eighty percent, or where's our twenty percent?" 
And that's a hell of a lot of money if it's 80%. Um, yeah. that's, that's a lot of freaking money. That's most of his revenue. That's most of his profits. Um, Why would you so, sign a contract like that? Well, that so that's the thing. And that, that's the big if about this whole story is that – so Tifu acknowledged in his statement that – and you'll hear it in a second, like I said – that um, he, he didn't know any better because, I mean, he was a very unknown streamer at the time. So he just he got the contract. He thought for the most part it was fair. They ran it by his attorney or his father's. His father's involved in this for some reason. I don't even know how. So and he just signed the contract thinking it was OK. Um, and he acknowledges in a statement that it was a bad contract to sign. He didn't know any better. It was stupid. It was dumb, whatever. So, yeah, stupid contract. And well, if they uh, made the contract like that and he signed it, he doesn't like really have any. He doesn't really have a case. No, he, he does. To that. Well, no, he he does. he does if the contract itself is illegal, right? Oh. So that and that's the point is that under okay. the Talent Agency Act, there's a possibility that that ca- contract, how it's written, is illegal. So that's his case, and his um phase is making the case. Well, yeah, maybe it is, but um we didn't claim on any of it, which is not gonna really hold, I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't, um, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't matter. So. Now, and then the other part of it was, um, so FaZe also and Banks specifically talked about how they were going to renegotiate um, the contract, and they've apparently been trying to do that over the, over the past few months. And the, the current numbers that are out for that, that they were going to have, they were going to pay Tifu a million a year, um, where FaZe didn't take any of his revenue, and all, all he had to do was really just represent FaZe Clan, so just have their branding, have his name there, et cetera, et cetera. I, we we can't obviously verify it's just true. I mean, it's coming from banks and the other owners. So, I mean, I guess you kind of have to believe it. Um, but the other provision that he said that was in there that it was going to nullify the previous contract. So if it nullifies the previous contract, they can no longer claim on any of his previous revenue. So they can't take the 80% at the end of the day. So, um, so that's basically what happened. You saw a lot of Twitter divide. And Tifu waited up until last night, uh, which was May 22nd. We were recording on May 23rd. Uh, to make a statement, which I do have a clip of. I cut it down to about a minute 30. It's a, it's like two, two and a half minutes long. He posted it right on YouTube. Um, and yeah, I'll just play it for you and you, you can kind of hear for yourself. First, I want to say um, all the stuff about the gambling, the stunts, the drinking. I told my lawyer I didn't. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. The part of the, part of what the lawsuit alleges is that FaZe Clan forced um, Tfue to illegally gamble and drink underage and do uh, stunts. And one of them apparently led to permanent disfigurement i don't know what that quite means in terms of what it actually was um so that was one of the things in there so that's what he's talking about in the first part of this video not want that in there and he will do exactly just that he will take it out what i really want to talk about is the main point i never want to upset anybody i never wanted to bring that stuff in i never wanted to get anybody to get emotional because this isn't about that this is about me and this contract this contract that i signed when I didn't know any better. I'm an idiot. I should have never signed it in the first place. This three-year contract. What is in this contract is so bizarre. It's so fucked. This contract basically allows FaZe at any point in three years to just fucking take all my hard earnings and all my hard work and just strip it. Over 49%, over 79%. These, what is in this contract is insane, and that's not even the worst parts. And what I'm trying to do here is just serve justice to the esports community, the esports industry. These kids are getting ripped off. They're getting taken advantage of. These contracts are not okay, and this needs to never happen again. And there's tons of people in contracts this bad, just like me. And I'm the first person to stand up and say, this is fucked. This is not right. This is not cool. This is fucking bullshit. 
I can't disclose what is within this contract, but FaZe Clan, please release the contract for the public to see. Fuck, let me show the public. Just give me permission to show these people the truth. Show the fucking contract, FaZe. Release the fucking contract. Everybody, hashtag release the fucking contract. So that was the statement, and that's kind of where we're up to today. Phase did. I'm hearing that Phase did say, uh, Banks did say the the Phase is working to release the contract, so you might see it in the next day or two. Um, there's supposedly a leak for the contract, but I really don't want to bring that up yet because it is a very like it's too not, sketchy right now. Yeah, it's way too sketchy. I did read it, and it does kind of confirm what Tifu is saying about 80-20, but again, it's just a leak, and I really don't want to get into that. But that's where we're at. So FaZe is planning on releasing the contract to the public. Um, I really don't know where that's going to go. That's really what's going to prove who's right and who's wrong in this scenario. And here's the thing. Let's say that the 80-20 um, thing is there. FaZe is still going to say, oh, but we never claimed on it. It doesn't matter. And that's something that uh, Philip DeFranco... Yeah, it's going to hold up. Yeah, okay. Philip DeFranco made a point about that yesterday in his video when he talked about it. He said, like, he's like, it, all that matters is what's in the contract. It doesn't matter what they actually did. Because that still means that at any point, they can claim that money. It doesn't matter when. It, they can do it whenever. So it, it's it, it's a weird contract. And, and the idea was that they were renegotiating it. So this didn't have to happen. It was going to nullify everything. But Tifu didn't want that. Um, FaZe is also saying that Tifu's father, who's apparently like his manager or whatever, uh, has really been forcing him to do this. This is all legal move, which makes sense. Um, so we'll see. I mean, if Tifu's in this bad of a contract, I'm really not surprised that this was his move. I mean, it, it's a really bad contract if it's this 80-20 thing. Um, so I'm not surprised this is the move he made. Um, I really am curious to what happened behind closed doors, why he didn't want a new contract with FaZe, if, if everything FaZe says is true. But there has to be something else that's missing as to why he didn't take another deal with them. That, that, that's what I think so far. So, well, uh, sorry, I just, I just, I just want to ask you real quick, Bobby. Like, could it also just be a possibility, like, Tifu, like, was, was just like a new, um, was like a uh, new, well, not a new streamer, but like no one had ever heard of him. So, like, he just went ahead and signed whatever with FaZe because he knew that would get him the attention he deserves. That's that's what I think happened. Um, I, I honestly don't think he, he expected everything to blow up like he did. I mean, yeah, because if you look at the graph that I put up earlier, um, you know, it, 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 it you see the spike happen with FaZe. He was getting a few hundred viewers. He had he had he had some viewers. But as soon as he signed with FaZe and he was getting promoted and his stream getting tweeted out and stuff by banks, everything else, the, the viewership definitely spiked. So to say that FaZe definitely launched Tifu's career is, is not at all wrong. It is definitely there. So, yeah, and that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. I'm, I'm sure that there was some consultation with the contract, but I'm sure that to him, he didn't think he was going to get enough or whatever, and he ended up signing the contract because that's what's there. Unless it, it turns out that 80-20 is wrong, and the 80-20 was in the favor of him instead of FaZe, then now it's like, okay, so now, now what are you trying to say at this point? Are you really not happy with them taking 20%? So I don't know. I I'd really say the tone, of, the tone of that video that was played didn't sound like very convincing. No, I think it was scripted. I, I agree. It sounded like just really... Sounded like just really Man. like yeah, <laughs> completely ingenuine, just like he's trying to get something out of it. That's just my opinion, though. That there's no 
fact to that at all. I think he's going off what his attorneys are telling him. Hon- like, honestly, though, like I don't know how to really explain this, but I'll try to explain it the best I can. Like it sounded like almost like the stereotypical like gamer streamer though. It's like, hey guys, like you know this sucks. Like, yeah. why, like why are you talking like that? Stop. Like just talk like a I, normal human being. I mean, uh, he got he has to hit home, right? I mean, he has to show everybody. Like, yeah, remember, remember who here. I am? I am Tifu. The fucking classic, like. Oh, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Fucking eyes are popping. Out it was of definitely, head. it was definitely scripted or, or 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 somewhat scripted. I mean, the video, if you haven't seen it, we just played the audio. The video, um, is is him on his phone in the hills. <laughs> so, uh, that's all it is, and that's why you hear some of the wind there. But um, that was the only statement he's made. He's been very quiet on Twitter. He's been non-existent on Twitch, Twitter, etc. So, um. It's 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 a sad situation, really. I mean, I you know I, I never really watched him, but I always thought he was cool. I, I didn't have a problem with him. Um, Banks has been taking this extremely hard, as, as you can imagine. Like I said, he's had like a really uh, personal relationship with Tifu because he found him. And I mean, yeah, I'd be pissed off too if like I got a tattoo of Tyler, yeah. and Tyler was just like, "All right, fuck you, we're not <laughs> friends anymore." <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, Banks did release his 20 minute video. I, I do recommend everybody go watch it. I was cutting clips down for it today and then audition crashed and I lost it. So, and we were out of time. So, but I, I will put a link in the description or something, uh, for everybody to go watch it, but it's called dear Tifu. He describes the claims and tries to dispute them the best he can. And then also gives his, his personal side of things, uh, with his relationship with Tifu and et cetera. So it's a really nice point of view. Uh, from Banks' side of things, and I'm assuming that you know Faze kind of let him talk about some of the more business stuff because he does bring up the claims a bit. So I guess that's also kind of a being a mouthpiece for Faze. Um, but yeah, so so far we're waiting on the, what the the contract actually is. We're waiting for that to be released to the public, um, and we'll kind of have to see where everything goes from there. But what I was really interested in, and why I you know I know at this point, if anybody's listening, I'm sure most people who who are even remotely familiar with the gaming world kind of already know the story. Um, but what I was really interested in having a discussion about is do we think that this is going to have, um, huge implications on the esports industry, streamer industry, et cetera. And I, I think, yes, I do think Tifu said in his video, like there are other people in this contract, like not, not specifically with phase, but I'm sure that there are other people in other gaming organizations that are in similar contracts. I would totally believe that because I'm sure there are a lot of other streamers. There's a lot. Uh, most streamers are affiliated in some way with another organization. There's a lot of them out there these days. Right. It all so, comes back to, you know, read before you sign. Exactly. And they kind of know what you're getting into and have an attorney, man, go get an attorney. If you know a lawyer, please go talk to a the lawyer. They, they'll review these contracts and help you. Well, um, real quick, I just want to yeah. say, cause I, this kind of all ties in because I was trying to figure out like why his dad was involved. But he's twenty. He's twenty one, so yeah. like he he must he. I guess he signed that contract when he was seventeen. So maybe his dad like had to like no. had to do it. I he was twenty one. He was twenty when he signed. I don't know where you're getting that from. He's twenty one now. Yeah, he's twenty one now. He signed the contract in April twenty eighteen. Oh he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That long. Yeah, yeah right. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Okay, yeah, you're right. I don't even know why I thought about that. Yeah, because uh, well, I brought that up because I'm trying to figure out why the fuck his dad was involved. Because um, it, it sounds like his dad is his manager as well. Like, he, gotcha. He, he, he like his agent, I guess, if you want to call it that. And then he has a team of attorneys. I would not do that. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, my I, bad. 
I, for some it's reason, like, I took three-year contract, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is the end of his contract. Yeah, no, three-year contract as of 2018, so it would expire in, in April 2021 if it were to go to term. But, um, yeah, so his dad, Banks blames his dad a lot for this in his video. He says that he's whispering in his ear, basically, and he's 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 telling Tifu what to do and make these moves. And Tifu, maybe not knowing all this legal business stuff, is going to go along with the guy who might know a thing or two about it, probably. So that's not surprising to me. Um, but for the people who don't have that kind of luxury of maybe having somebody to help them with these contracts, I'm sure people have signed worse contracts. Um, it's probably that his dad really was trying to help, but he's not like necessarily business savvy. So maybe not. And and I I think this is a panic move. I really do. Um, I don't know why they panicked. Um, uh, you know, I I don't know why you're panicking now, I guess. I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, the the idea was that they were in negotiations and I guess he pulled the stunt because he wasn't happy with what they were giving him, but who knows you know i i definitely see let's assume that tifu doesn't drop the lawsuit which i honestly think tifu dropping the lawsuit is what ends up happening out of this whole thing i really do um but let's say he doesn't drop the lawsuit and this goes to court um i gotta assume if he wins this case you're gonna see a lot of things happening in 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 this industry right now you're gonna see some streamers might go into their uh, re, re, I'm sure a lot of them are looking at their contracts, right? Like, oh, wait, do am I in that kind of same contract? And they might be bugging their organization like, hey, why am I in this contract? I want out. And you might see some other lawsuits come up. Who knows? Um, I don't think it's going to be this. Um, It's not going to be a like settlement's not unlikely either. Now, I don't think it's like apocalyptic to this industry, but it's definitely going to change how streamers are viewed in, in a legal sense and how organizations work with streamers and, and, and esports athletes in general. Right. This has well, some serious like esports, like players' unions. I mean, so I think once started for CS:GO. I think once started for CS:GO, um, or League of Legends. One yeah, of those I was going to say League of Legends one. has one. Yeah, um, Fortnite. I don't think does. Um, so I don't know. I think it's weird because the idea is that Fortnite is kind of letting anybody, you know, who qualifies get into the World Cup. So a players union doesn't make sense because that would have to mean that you have to establish a league and then um, you have to join the league and then then you're in the union. Right. But Fortnite, how they do their tournaments is, hey, look, if you qualify, they qualify. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's how a lot of uh, esports have been recent up until recently. You know, League of Legends has their same teams and they have relegations and stuff like that. CSGO knows no different. Call of Duty has the World League now. Um, Rocket League's a little bit looser, but still has a similar scenario. Um, but th- so where this gets interesting, though, it's not even esports in this case. They're labeling Tifu as an artist because he's a streamer, and that's where most of his revenue comes from. Even though he is a part of Phase's Fortnite competitive team, so it, it, I don't know. Because like I said, the prize winnings that he has in total of Fortnite is somewhere in the range of half a million dollars. But that's not even touching apparently what his revenue is from Twitch streaming and YouTube, et cetera. So that's what he's fighting for. He's fighting for his creation, his streaming persona, his 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 the work that he does for that. And it's a lot of work. D- d- don't the people who say it's just you playing video games. It, it, there's a lot more to it than people quite understand. You have to keep a, a certain quality when you're streaming. Otherwise, you're not going to have the, that viewer base. Right. And you always need to get better at the game. You need to be someone entertaining. There's a lot of work into it, man. It's like being a TV host, man. And a lot of these guys stream for hours and hours and hours on the people who do the 24 hour live streams are insane, by the way. I just want to point. Yeah, that like out. Can you 
You know, like when you play a game for a couple of hours, and you're like, all right, I'm tired of playing. And imagine yeah. having to play it for 12 more hours. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one dude, so um, I'm into uh, iRacing, which is an online racing simulator like NASCAR and, 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 and IMSA and stuff like that. It's really fun. Um, they do, there's a real life race called the 24 Hours of Daytona, which is a, a team race at, at Daytona Speedway in Florida where it's a 24 hour race, 24 hour time race. And, and what happens is drivers have shifts and switch off every few hours in the pit. Um, they do that online on the iRacing service as well. And I know in the past year or two, there's been one guy who's been doing it all by himself for the full 24 hours. Um, but he was doing it for charity and live streaming it, which was cool. Um, that's why I think a lot of the 24 hour streams end up doing YouTube for charity. I know uh, Bruce Teeth does extra life and stuff like that. So, but he, he that, that guy's nuts. Um, but the point is, yeah, there's a lot of work going into streaming and there's a lot of work of being an artist on Twitch and stuff like that. So um, I, I definitely just see this being a, a you might start seeing some streamers looking at their contracts and maybe pulling some legal moves themselves. Who really well, knows? Like even some of the smaller guys. Well, that's what like me kind of saying before, like this is one of like the biggest organization and one of the biggest guys out there. Like if this is happening to him. You know, you'd imagine that this kind of maybe I don't know if inspires inspires is the right word, but it makes yeah. you know the the guys influence. yeah yeah and he, influence. There you go. He it, paints it himself somebody so. And he paints him in the, in his video. You hear him. He paints himself as a martyr. Like he's saying, like I'm doing this for you know yeah. other people who I know are in these other contracts. Obviously, we can't confirm who is in what type of contract. Every streamer that I've seen react to this, Ninja did the whole thing about it. Summit was one uh, G was talking about it a little bit. Um, they're all like, "What the hell is this contract?" Like none of them uh, could comprehend the contract that he signed, which he did acknowledge he signed and didn't really know anything about. But it's it's um, you know there are def there's got to be smaller people who are in this type of contract. I mean, he he blew up so fast that he didn't he wouldn't expect it if he was you know somewhat doing okay before phase signed him you might have seen him go and negotiate for a better contract but since phase blew him up i'm sure the the contract he got was not the best in the world because it was like an uh, basically what would be in the sports world like an entry-level contract right mm -hmm. so who, who knows what, i i really am curious to see what the contract is because that's really gonna shed some truth and some light on the rest of the matter um one thing's for sure for sure i really don't think this ends tfu's career in any way even if no, you know, he would have to be lying about literally everything, but there's got to be some truth to the story somewhere. I just don't know what it quite is yet. And I don't really want to take sides yet. Um, although I just, I just think that phase is uh, saying like, Oh yeah, but we never claimed on it is not the smartest move and not the thing that's really going to help them really at all. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal analyst at all. Um, that's just what I, what I think. And that's what seems the consensus for everybody is like, well, what's on the paper? We don't care about what you did. We care about what's on the paper because that's that's the legally binding notarized document. So you might, like I said, I, I think this has some huge implications and is going to really set some definitions for people, creators, artists, streamers, esports, athletes, etc. You might start to see some like, what is the definition of this? And, you know, it, it, it's a lot of legal stuff that's going to end up happening that might change this whole game. Yeah, um, for sure, and, and I and I am sure that there will be in the next coming days stuff out. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if something later came out um, mm -hmm. about this. Uh, so yeah, this was this something we'll definitely probably you know be following up on or at least tweeting about it, uh, our opinion and stuff like that. So I do want to hear one other opinion from you guys. So 
you know, obviously film and, and, and television and even, you know, you know, sports like the NBA, NHL, NFL, et cetera, all have unions or guilds of some kind that, that protect these rights. Would you like to see one for, I mean, esports athletes is a given because athletes especially can, can get really get in contracts like this, like really, really bad contracts from organizations, et cetera, like that. But what about Twitch streamers? Like when they sign to an organization? That's like, what I think. Be, I'm not sure it, it's so. Uh, it would be so important to have gaming because with professional sports, you're playing with the team, so you can all be mistreated. But when you're mm-hmm. like when you're playing by yourself with your Twitch streamer, you're gaining popularity. You can kind of be in control of that. Mm. Yeah. Um... So I think it may may be necessary. For certain leagues, like say Overwatch League or Call of Duty World League, for example, yeah. not like singling out those companies is just an example. But uh, as far as tri- like Twitch streamers goes, and like YouTubers and stuff like that, it might not be necessary for them to join a players union. Mm. I don't, I don't know. It's just I, I keep, and I, I know I keep saying this, but like you know, this is such a big deal because of the nature of like the beast and who it is. So does this open the eyes for people like that? Like, and I know I keep saying it, but like, that's gotta be the point because if this is somebody smaller and maybe not, I'm not saying like, you know, like nobody knows him or anything, but like, if this isn't like, you know, your top, you know, 20 streamers or something like that, like does this get this publicity and does everybody talk about it the way they are? I don't know. Um, Because I don't know if if you have, if you're talking about somebody else, if you're talking about a union. Um, But since it's it's, it's Tifu, um, you know, are we? Is that why we're talking about it? I don't know. I mean, we're. I mean, the thing is, and that and that's what's important about this case. He's not looking for five hundred bucks. He, yeah. There's millions of dollars on the line right now because yeah. there, there's the possibility that Phase can claim on his contract provision and take a lot of that money. Right, which obviously Tifa doesn't want. So I don't blame him for this lawsuit. I really don't. It was this the right legal move? I couldn't tell you. I'm not a fucking lawyer. But what yeah. I can tell you is that if the, if this contract is what he says it is, and he's already made millions, I'm not I'm not surprised he pulled this to get out of this contract at all. So if this contract is deemed illegal, then he gets everything, and then he doesn't have to worry anymore. So. It's really going to what's going to be really telling is when this contract comes out and I'm going to double check right now and just make sure it hasn't come out yet because the idea was that it was going to be out later today or tomorrow. I'm just double checking right now to make sure. But no, I, I, I'm not I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you if it was the right move. I really couldn't. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely don't blame him for doing this. And I don't want to say who's right and who's wrong. This scenario. I've followed Phase Clan since geez, 2012, 2013. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I do like them. I do. I, I'm not a fan of their current content. I'll be honest, but always enjoyed their call of duty content. Obviously it's where everybody kind of knows them from. And then obviously their pro teams are very good. Call of duty CS, CSGO, especially they were really hot for a while. Um, enjoyed all that. So, and I had no problem with Tifu. So I, I'm not jumping on any of these bandwagons here. I'm just curious to see what's on the paper. That's all I care about right now. Yeah. So a lot, to, a lot to talk about and we will, like I said, uh, kind of give our opinion on this if it is through the show or Twitter. But um, for now, let's move on to Bernie's segment in case you missed it.
right, boys. So while we were uh, talking about the whole phase two food contract, the NBA actually just released uh, the uh, all NBA teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unsurprisingly, um, you know, you've got some, you know, there's not really anything too notable, but I will say, um, so Giannis, uh, made his second consecutive all NBA team. Uh, and if you knew anything about NBA contracts then you would know how big of a deal this is, Giannis is going to be set to sign the biggest contract extension in NBA history. Uh, he'll be eligible to sign it in 2020. But this basically means he can sign a five-year, $250 million contract extension to play five years of basketball. He gets $250 million. Okay. And, and you know what I say to that, though? He is worth every penny of that contract. So like, uh, He's incredible. <laughs> so here, here's how it would be. And like the first year he signs his contract, $42.6 million. This is according to Bleacher Report, by the way. Uh, next year, forty six. Next year, 49.5. Next year, 52.9. And last year, 56.3. So in his final year of his extension, he is going to make $56 million in a single basketball season. That's guaranteed, right? NBA contracts are all guaranteed and usually include some incentives. And, yeah, I mean, he... And you know, like the sponsors, and, and obviously, like in the endorsements he's getting now, too, like he's going to be a very, very rich man. But hey, like I said, I think he deserves every penny. Uh, I think, um, like, uh, you know, he he's a dynamic player, like LeBron James, like in terms of he's got the, he's an athletic freak, and and that's what like it makes him so special. Um, and I think like those types of players are the best players in the NBA. A guy that is that big, that athletic, and that fast, and can shoot and do all that stuff. Like I think that is the most dominant player in the league. And I, like, I think Giannis, if not already, I, I guess not already, because I, I don't think anybody considers him the the very best. But I think he could definitely be the, the best player in the league. Yeah, and I I just want to say like Giannis has single handedly turned like the the 2013 NBA draft from like very bad to like about yeah. average yeah, because like I'm looking at the draft and like the the only other notable name is well, okay well there's two names Victor Oladipo and then Rudy Gobert yeah um, but then like that's it and then you get like a, a bunch of scrubs and then people that haven't even played in the league yet it's funny because I I I got on um. I got on NBA 2K14 the other day because uh, on that game, like the my team on that, like I went hard on that game. Like I, I will admit upfront, I spent way more money on that game than I should have. Um, but that was my game, so I went back on the game for that. But I went into the franchise mode, and Giannis was a 59 overall <laughs> in NBA 2K14, um, and. It's crazy because he, he, like I said, he's just a, an absolute monster now. And and right now he's in a, you know, he's you now the Raptors came back and tied it up, but he's two games away from taking his team to the NBA Finals. Um, and he's just a dyna- dynamic player. And you know, like I said, I think he's deserving of every penny of that contract that he's going to be getting. So. Yeah, and it, it's crazy to think like the um, while some leagues, you know, continue um, they. 
um, s- certain leagues are, are wondering, like, you know, what's going to be the future for them, like, especially the NFL. Um, you know, there's been some talk about, you know, ratings decline um, and um, in even baseball to an extent. Uh, they're worried about the future. It seems like the NBA, you know, if they're if they're giving their players, you know, you know, forty fifty million dollars, like it's nothing. I think things are working out pretty well for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you know the the NBA is kind of weird because, like, obviously it has a salary cap, but it's it's much more lenient. Like, um, right. it's much more lenient, like than something like the NHL. Um, and you got the max contracts and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like I said, yeah, and it, it's fu- it's fully guaranteed too. Right. Yeah. And it's, oh, okay. I will I will say it's fully guaranteed unless you sign a non guaranteed contract, which usually only applies to second round draft picks. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not happening. So, <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it's it's guaranteed. Um, but yeah, and um, looking at the uh, NBA, you know. The excuse me, the NBA first team. Um, I just had the article up and then I lost it because I just wanted to mention a couple of things with it. I, oh yeah, I do want to say Carl Anthony Towns actually missed out. Yeah, because I was gonna say uh, Jokic. Let's see, because otherwise he would have been eligible as well. Right. So the man's a beast. Yeah. Um. But you know the names on there. Um. Are you're kind of guys that you would always assume you know Harden and uh, Paul George had an amazing year he's on there Steph so um I, I mean good for good for Giannis I, I I think he definitely deserves it the other thing to mention um is that LeBron did not get on the uh first team all NBA for the first time since 2007 uh kind of worth noting <laughs> um because I mean the the career he's had and what he's done um well, I, I think that's, that's an I also, run. Well, also, I just want to say, like, he he didn't really seem to, like, give it at all uh, this season. Well, I think when they were out of it, he kind of and maybe he was, you know, he's he's getting older now. You can't deny that. And, you know, he doesn't. Maybe it's like, hey, we're not making the playoffs. Um, it's we're kind of struggling here. Let me not, like, kill myself this year. Um, and 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 he sat out a lot, too, obviously the end of the season of course but um but yeah maybe it's just like one of those things where it's like let's not kill ourselves here and uh like you know continue this career but like i said i just want to note that because that that's literally amazing like lebron is just unbelievable and and like i'm this i didn't say that to be like hey haha you didn't make it it's like he was 12 straight years uh, or 11 really that he he did it um that's right thing, so all right well i just want to also i i want to this is completely random but like we've had a lot of gaming topics on on today uh so that's very good so here's another one for you guys um so have you guys heard of the new handheld gaming system playdate <laughs> playdate yes uh, no that's hilarious that's a hilarious name though all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna show you guys a picture and what's what huh so it so okay it looks like a game boy color does it not it, it okay looks it looks like, like a, a lot of, of things yeah hold on a second it looks like a game boy they have to wind up it's like a freaking wind up robot with a game boy okay. what is this so so okay so this is a, a new handheld gaming console um 
it says play date is is our celebration of the video game um and so you like what is, yeah I, I i i don't know uh so it's apparently a lot this is according to the playdate website it's alive with possibilities and surprises future games and new ways to make them um and it flips out from the side um it's a rotating a rotating analog controller that puts a whole new spin on games which is what that lever is used for um and then some games so okay this is this is gonna sound really weird some games are gonna be using the crank exclusively <laughs> you know how this looks uh, like like uh, Bobby what was that thing called it was like the uh the thing you could draw or like make the lines and then you shake sketch? it yeah yeah that um yeah. that looks like that like in a digital version to me I don't know why like the picture on the no, screen I looks like that yeah so you I, can this this you can pre-order this right now for 149 dollars 149 dollars <laughs> and it, it will ship in early 2020 and it will come with 12 games nope nope i'm good i'm yeah, good over I'll, here I'll i'm pass. good i'm good bro this is a hard pass for me i like something from the future they put it in a museum and they're like in early humans use this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this looks like this looks like they tried to be all nostalgic but they just completely missed like i so you said that there would be some games that are gonna use the crank exclusively can you just imagine like some kids sitting in like i don't know you're waiting in the doctor's office or something like you're in the waiting room or something there's some kids playing to pass the time as you He's do just cranking like, away and i just like <laughs> like it's like a jack in the box or whatever like you just start cranking like he's slowly cranking he's going through and like something's chasing him oh my fuck nah, I gotta get out. <laughs> like jesus uh so, just, nope, i'm good i'm really so what good. so when i first saw that like at first i thought the crank was just used to like keep the fucking thing on like kind of <laughs> like that one episode of drake and josh where like they have that small tv and they gotta like you know no yeah do the, do the crank yeah, but do you know why they were they had to crank that TV? Because it was an emergency. They didn't have power. <laughs> this looks like an emergency console. I, I, I my phone really- broke. My I am twiddling my thumbs. Oh, you know what would be good? This one hundred twenty nine dollar piece of complete garbage that I was just bored and bought while I was drunk. Hey man, That's I'm not this- gonna knock until I try it. Can we call this a game console though? Like for real? Like I don't think we can call it a game. This is console. something Soldier Boy would would uh, freaking sell. Yeah. <laughs> So I, so I don't really have a whole lot of info because they're they're kind of like like for some reason I don't know why but for some reason they are teasing the fuck out of this. So like, <laughs> it's I, don't, coming. I don't. So I don't oh, know exactly. The crank is turning. Yeah. Oh, so I don't get ready. know exactly what they're trying to fucking hide. Like, Are you sure this isn't a soldier boy thing? Because you know, crank. crank. <laughs> no, this I, is I, something you would do. Yeah, the crank that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm positive. Like they they've created a. <laughs> They've created a few games like Firewatch. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, I, oh, you Firewatch! Want. I love that game. Oh, I'm sure you do, bud. I, cu- I couldn't tell those sarcasm or not. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but no, they, like they're they're really serious about this, so we'll have to. I'm not. Uh, they'll have to keep an eye on it. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't think we do. That's hilarious. So. Uh, okay, nope. I'm, 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 I'm not knocking until I try it, man. And that thing's gonna break off with my <laughs> first for, time using it. Can't wait for Fortnite for the crank. Huge <laughs> recall for today. As wait, hold on, hold on one freaking second. Yeah. So what happens if like you're playing a crank? Exclusive game? You're 
Breaking news as the crank just fell off the goddamn Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's what a I'm national saying. recall has been established. Cooper has the story. <laughs> yeah, like not a fan. Anyway. Yep. All right, so I'm going to move on to our last story, and this is actually pretty big. Um, so huge, huge breaking. <laughs> huge. So what did you uh, say? Breaking news. Fuck, I swear to Christ, kid. All right, moving on. So, uh, Nintendo has decided to pull. Can you shut the fuck up, kid? You're killing the audio, you dumb cunt. (laughs) Nintendo decided to pull Animal Crossing. I fucking swear to God, kid. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Nintendo has decided to pull Animal Crossing Pocket Camp from Belgium and. This is specifically due to loot boxes. Uh, Nintendo will be shutting down Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and Fire Emblem Heroes in Belgium uh, due to their stance on loot boxes. Now, this is this is uh, something that's kind of been growing uh, for the past few months because a lot of a lot of people are not happy about the uh, direction that uh, loot. A lot of people really, really do not like loot boxes because it's kind of considered a form of gambling in a way. Um, I mean, that's why Belgium has such a big problem with it is that's how they view it. Right. But the thing is, is like this has the potential to spread to other countries. Like, um, you know, starting with Belgium, like who knows what could be next now? Nothing new has come from this since, but it's, it's definitely a little bit eye opening that a country has basically just banned loot boxes. Or at least, at least they've banned a game with loot boxes. Uh, well, I, m- I mentioned this a, a while ago on the podcast, but this was a big thing because in the FIFA community, um, with Ultimate Team, they banned, they basically banned Ultimate Team from uh, Belgium because a lot of the game is, you know, you can open packs and obviously you're using money, so like that's the whole aspect they don't like. But that's a major part of the game, so they basically just ban the whole thing, um, and. Yeah, like I said, Belgium, like, I guess, considers it gambling more than anybody else. So that's why they're doing this. But, like, it seems dumb for that um, because I will not lie. I dabbled into that game because I used to love Animal Crossing on the Wii. And I just downloaded it one time. And, like, it wasn't great by any means. But, like, you know, you can just, it's basically you're just buying stuff. You can buy stuff for your character and stuff like that. Like, that's what. Wow, voice! Wow, man! Wow, righty! Holy God! (laughs) So, uh, so so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it didn't seem like a big deal. It didn't seem like a big deal, but uh, but Belgium, I guess, thinks it (laughs) that way. Uh, personally, I fucking hate loot boxes, and they're the worst invention of video game history. Because I'm paying to play a game, and I don't have to fucking grind and hope I'm lucky to unlock items. I like to unlock things through challenges and playing the game. Mm. That's really my stance on it. So yeah, fuck loot boxes. Good for them. For it. I mean, I never... it, goes, it goes hand in hand with microtransactions, and we all hate those. So <laughs> it's so. I mean, I I don't mind them. Like if you don't have to pay for them, right? I mean, it just. My whole thing with loot boxes is it should never contain an item that is essential to playing the game. And I've always cited Overwatch as doing this correctly. 
because you can go buy loot boxes on Overwatch. You can absolutely do that. Yeah, but, but it's all cosmetic items. Exactly. Exactly. Thing, you have all the heroes. Fortnite. Yeah, and same with Fortnite. Every time that they add a new hero or add a new character, you can play as that character. Absolutely. But you can buy loot boxes if you want to spice up you know, your character's looks like and stuff like that. It doesn't change any core aspect of the game. So I think Overwatch does it correctly. And I have no problem with those type of loot boxes being in the game. Not to mention, you can also earn loot boxes. They give you a ton of loot boxes in, in Overwatch. You got a ton of skins from that game. And I, don't, I haven't put a cent in that game. But, you know, I, I this does to hit home, though, because there there has been a bill in the past week um, by these two Democrats, uh, U.S. Senator Ed Markey and U.S. Senator uh, Richard uh, Blumenthal. Um, they propose yeah, they uh proposed a bill to basically get rid of loot boxes um they believe it's exploitation basically whatever belgium is uh arguing here so you might see this happen in the u.s as well now i wonder if that kind of that has to force game developers hands to, to finally get rid of them once and for all if that were to ever pass i don't see it <laughs> passing by the but, way, if if that happens, EA is literally going to go out of business. <laughs> like, yeah, EA is in so much trouble. They have it, banked so hard on loot boxes and hockey bags and packs. Well, and it, it across all across all their games, they use loot boxes with Ultimate yeah. Team and stuff like that, and, and that's where their big revenue comes from. So I love how people really started getting mad at EA when they fucked Star Wars. They're like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars. Well, because they took it to the extreme, like they're dumbasses, and they think people are going to pay for that. Like people are smarter than they think. I I don't know if you read some of that, the rest of that um, Call of Duty article, but there there's apparently speculation that uh, um, Infinity Ward is thinking about doing a free to play model for their upcoming game and doing loot boxes, I guess, or something in game purchases to kind of fund the game. That's what they're thinking about. Uh, Activision and Treyarch have been very um, uh, hesitant for that kind of thing, deservedly so. But it's apparently what Sledgehammer, or, or Infinity Ward, sorry, is thinking. Um, I don't know if it has any a weight to it. It just says in the article, but I would not prefer that kind of thing. Uh, if Because if, if I'm sure what they're going to do is it's going to be, okay, yeah, cool, it's a free-to-play game, but you have to buy um, a lot of the things to keep playing the game. Like I don't think it's going to be all cosmetic. Um, I don't have faith in that. <laughs> personally so i don't know i, I yeah i uh i think we're on the same boat that we just hate yeah. paying for stuff when we already paid for the game so yeah. i don't know i, I the thing I about it though is like if you do take out loot boxes and games like you're i don't want to say you're destroyed like for ultimate team like essentially like it's not like you're destroying the game but you're making it like Mm-hmm. really hard because like some of that is like you're not like some of those times you're not using money so like in those times mm-hmm. obviously it's good but if you're yeah. taking blue boxes out like you got to take it all out so i don't yeah. know but uh but if that's it for in case you've missed it let's get to this last segment um because we are you, are, are, are you going to be okay no um <laughs> i'll cry and then yeah. I'll, I'll then i'll yell and then i'll cry some more but uh we are just going to basically look at the uh, Santa Cup playoffs here as the final is set. Uh, we have the Boston Bruins versus the St. Louis Blues. And I think the last time we talked, we were going through the first round. So obviously, I mean, we'll quickly, because so out of date now, go through like the second round real quick. So um, 
to how St. Louis got here. They beat Dallas in round two in a game seven. Um, I think it was double overtime winner, actually. Um, so they win game seven. The Sharks win game seven against the Avalanche. Um, in the East, uh, the Bruins took care of the Blue Jackets in six. And the fucking Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> swept the, uh, the New York Islanders. Um, so it got us to the conference final of Bruins uh, Hurricanes and the Hurricanes then got swept by the Bruins. Um, and a series that like I don't really watch too much of because it was just felt so one-sided to me. Um, and then on the uh, west side, uh, we have St. Louis winning um, 4-2 over my Sharkies um, in game six. <laughs> uh, the last two games really not being too competitive. Um, and uh, one thing to note, um, is that the Sharks uh, did not win a game after that game three overtime hand pass. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Um, oh, man. I don't want to spend too much time on the Sharks, but I do have to mention them because obviously it's my favorite team. And I will say they might be one of the more interesting teams in the league um, with this offseason because a lot of people are saying that this might have been their shot their last shot at least. Um, and I know they say that every year for their Sharks and they're always back. But um, as a Sharks fan, um, this hurts so, so much. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's not because, oh, they lost, whatever. In my opinion, and on the people, and the opinion yes, of a lot of people. Yes, let's hear your hurt, Tyler. I'm an Atlanta sports fan. I'm ready you. for this. <laughs> um, I think this was the, the best Sharks team that, uh, that has ever been assembled. <laughs> Zach is chirping, man. Yeah, he's it. such a fucking pussy. I don't know why he's just talking. <laughs> Um, Let me tell oh, you, I'm, I'm an Atlanta sports fan. Blah blah blah. Hey, like, look, I've stayed, hell cares? I've, stayed, I've stayed quiet. All right. Uh, hey, run the effort. Um, but no, <laughs> like like I, I said, I think this was the best team they have ever had. Um, and for them not to win, it hurts because, goddamn, 28 years and only one cup appearance. Uh, sucks. But, um, yeah, I mean, looking at their off season, um, there's they're going to be one of the bigger teams because a lot of, of the moving pieces and the, the unrestricted free agents, stuff like that. Uh, the big one, obviously being Eric Carlson, um, it looks more and more likely that he's not going to stay, which I kind of figured, um, I figured it was going to be a rental situation, but, um, you know, they could always try to figure something out, but they're going to be in, they're going to have cat problems, uh, which is going to be the big thing with them. Uh, Joe Thornton, um, you know, it also hurts so much because this may be his last chance and he's been a shark for life. Uh, I will say this. Um, they're doing like locker clean out today. Uh, so they've had uh, some people talk. Um, he Basically, Joe Thornton said that um, there's no timeline for his decision. Um, but if he's not going anywhere, he's he will be a shark. If he comes back, he will be a shark. Um, he's not going anywhere else. Um, and, you know. And there's that. And also Joe Pavelski being an unrestricted free agent had a career year this year. Um, he says he believes he'll be back as well. Um, and, uh, you know, they also have on other, other ones like uh, Gustav Nyquist, who was also basically a rental. Um, but yeah, man, it, it sucks. Uh, all credit to the blues. Um, after they, I will fully admit they got, um, screwed in that game three i mean obvious it was pretty obvious they got screwed they came out with fire um fire in their belly and uh 
took care of us. And, you know, game five was not close. Um, game six, you know, the final score is 5-1. I, I don't think that was a fair result um, at all. Um, but, you know, because uh, they got an empty netter and a late goal in there. But, um, yeah, I think uh, it's it's tough to swallow. But um, the Blues – so I, I will say, too, my, my bracket for uh, for the one we did with our friends, I actually got the Western Conference final, right? I got the Blues and the Sharks because I thought the Blues, if it wasn't the Sharks, it was going to be the Blues because they – I think it was from January 2nd. On January 2nd, they had the worst record in the NHL. Um, and now they're in the Stanley Cup final, and they just got so hot in the second half, and they finally found a goalie who could make saves. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, it's a tough one, but, um, you know, as uh, <laughs> as I hate to say, but it always has to say, I guess we'll just have to look for next year, and uh, can't wait till October. But uh, as for the Stanley Cup final, we got the Bruins and the Blues. Um, Bruins have home ice advantage in the series. Um, interesting note that keeps kind of being brought up is that, um, after an Eastern conference team sweeps, uh, an opponent, they get swept the next round. So you got the Islanders sweeping the Penguins. They got swept in the next round and then by the Hurricanes and then, you know, they got swept by the Bruins. So we'll have to kind of see if that continues, but, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't have so I don't really have too too much to add on this. I mean, I'm not I'm looking forward to the Stanley Cup final, but I'm obviously disappointed because it's not the Sharks. Um, but uh, two good teams and two teams that uh that uh you know deserve to be there for sure. I, I think the Blues definitely deserve to be there. I think the Bruins get uh, look. I hate the Bruins. I like I I can't stand them, but I think they're a lot of people are talking a lot of shit on them. Um, they're a good hockey team, and uh, and they deserve to be there. Um, like You're also rooting else. for them too. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know because I like know. I don't really have a problem with the Blues. I don't. Um, they're a good, do. clean team, dude. They they play smooth. They're, they do. They're and, so and technical. One yeah. thing I want to mention too. I think um, Craig Berube got brought in as an interim coach and he has done, I mean, obviously they're in the Stanley cup final. He's done a phenomenal job. I think we got out coached. I don't, I actually shouldn't say, I don't want to say out coached, but he made a game plan that shut us down. Um, mm. He, you know, the, the sharks are, uh, you know, a four checking team and, and they create opportunities after four checking um, in the first game, the blues had way too many turnovers and that's why we blew them out. They cleaned up the turnovers. Um, you know, they, they, they pressured the sharks um, and they did really well. And I think Ruby obviously is, he's not going anywhere. He'll be there next year, no matter what happens in this, this final, but um, you know, for and an intern coach right now to be in the finals and what he's done to that team is, is awesome. Um, and like I said, I don't have any problem with the blues. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't like the Bruins, but I, I, I don't really care at this point. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's more like, I just want to watch good hockey and, um, you know, a rematch of the, uh, the 1970 final, a big old, uh, Bobby Orr moment. Um, <laughs> 
Bobby Orr! Yeah, you got you're the best at it. So Oh god, I hit my mic, I'm sorry. Bobby Orr! Bobby uh, Orr! <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I as for it. as for predictions <laughs> for me, um I think it's tough, man. I I, I don't know. I want to say the Bruins cuz I think they are maybe slightly better, but they've also been on a lot of rest. And I think mm. coming into the first game of the Stanley Cup final is going to have like 10 or 11 days of rest. And it's one of those things where it's like rest or rust. So we'll have to see. Um, but I'll go for my prediction. I'll go Bruins and six, I think. Um, but yeah, I guess, but like second I said, I just... that one. With yeah. Like... My, with my thought being, Stanley Cup experience. Um, they're a tough team in general. Um, Blues are hot, and we saw with the Canes. Don't ever, you know, discount the the, the streak factor at all. Um, but I think the Bruins are just always a solid team, like every time. So the Blues have more of an uphill uphill battle. Um, so yeah, I got I got Bruins in six. I think the Magic dies in the finals. Yeah, I mean, two good teams. Like I said, either way, it's going to um, be a good final. If you, if you haven't watched yet. Yeah. I'm just hoping for good hockey. And the thing about the Western Conference final was that either way, whoever advanced, it's going to be a team in the Stanley Cup who's never won, who's yeah. never won the Stanley Cup. The Sharks, yeah. you know, only one appearance, and the Blues have been there. They were there in the expansion years, haven't been there since 1970, um, and they're looking for their first cup. And the Bruins, you know, obviously they have a long history, but they haven't won since 2011. Um, so. You're getting a, a fresh team to win the cup, which is also cool too. Um, I will say, th- like, I also just hate the Bruins just because, um, you know, it, it's not. It, they're obviously like a, everybody says they're a dirty team, and that's true. But um, you know, I, I'm just so sick of fucking Boston winning championships. <laughs> so that I guess there's that factor. But yeah, I'll just open for a good final and. Uh, Unfortunate for me for the sharks, but uh, but hold on, hold on, we we got some we got some breaking news. Oh wait, we do we really? Uh, breaking no, news. He's just saying that for fun. We we do have some breaking news. Uh, Brendy, Brendy, the sharks lo- lost. Do you have an announcement to make for next season? Oh yeah. Uh oh, hang on. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I built that up, and you're gonna. Love it. Let's try that again. Tight, tight. Let's do. Let's do it again. Brandy, are you ready? Oh, I guess not. Holy crap! All right, hold on. We we, we got to wait on this breaking news because it's obviously very okay, important. I'm so sorry. Brandy, I'm hold sorry. on, Brandy. I'm hold here. on, tight. Ty, let's let's just do it again. Go go from the top. All right, ready? So, so uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. So we so we got some breaking news here. Breaking news. Brandy. Your your boy is now a Sharks fan. You know what? It's so tough. Zach. <laughs> I, I hate to hear it because you're going to be disappointed for so long. So, well, I'm not a sports be... fan, buddy. Come on. We already know the drill. How many times are you going to say that? Like, <laughs> just saying you're acting and, like we don't know what disappointment but, is like. And, and Tyler, Tyler, I've told you this. I reserve the right. Yeah. I, to... I'm just, 
switch I, I, to an Atlanta team if Atlanta gets another hot. So eighty eighty percent that you reserve the right and twenty percent loss. <laughs> I was just about to say in his contract to be a Sharks yeah. fan, there is a clause that if Atlanta gets a hockey team back, he goes there. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's an official notarized document, by the way, courtesy of the Complaint Network. Some of us like to watch the teams of the city that we live in. Well, I'm I mean, sorry, Atlanta doesn't have a team. You are a he's, Winnipeg he's, fan. Yeah, we don't have a hockey team. (laughs) (laughs) But then Um, you can't make that argument. They just moved, dude. I'm following the same team. Like, (laughs) it's the same team in a different city now. I feel like that's fair. That's an exception. In before Zach moves to Winnipeg next year, he's going to. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, You Canadian, fuck. Let's uh, let's wrap up here. Some hockey games. <laughs> that is that is insulting to the, our fellow Canadians. Uh, our our uh, Canadian no, friends. That was, that was prejudice. No, uh, I, I I know I know where Zach's going. Don't worry about it. Mother Russia. <laughs> Always got something for us. All right, let's uh, end with Zach's track of the week, and we'll wrap it up. So Zach, take it away. Track of the week this week is Deep Inside by Matt Zo. The combination Hello. of Deep Inside Matt, Matt Zo. Matt Zo. Matt Zo. Matt Zo. It's called Deep Inside, and we played it about 50 fucking thousand times. Yeah, I was trying the to. podcast started, so it was one of my favorite songs, and I now hate it, but I hope you guys enjoy it. I... <laughs> nice combination of uh, Deep House and Pop House. So. I attempted to get a clip together to play on the podcast for increased production value. By the time you hear this, you would have already heard it because I put it in the edit. So look at that. But yeah, so um, check the CPN Twitter for that song. If you like house yeah. music, if you like the Boots and Cats, you already know what to do. Boots and Cats. Like the Boots and Cats. I love Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats. I love it. <laughs> um, all right. So that is all for us today. Like we mentioned before, um, we uh, we are all good now for scheduling so i'm looking forward Hopefully. to the summer and and i will say too um i think the summer is kind of dead in terms of like after like the nba and nhl finals it's going to be basically baseball and that's it which is fine um but you know just look for some shows where we maybe do some interesting stuff um mm-hmm. I, we're, we've been talking about um eventually doing a trivia show and i definitely want to do that oh, yeah, um, we definitely we'll, do that and we'll figure out some other stuff. So it might not be the same exact stuff, but I'm excited for that because it lets us branch out. But mm. um, that is all for us. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at Complay Network. Um, Brandy is always there uh, giving just the best Running tweets. The, show. the hottest of takes. The yeah. hottest of takes. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Absolute hyping hot takes. Um, but that is all for us. We will see you next week for episode, tw- uh, episode 26. Oh, okay. No, we're, we're, we'll be here. We'll be here for sure. We'll be here. Forget it. Peace.
Uh, yeah. So yeah, as uh, like I said, episode twenty-five next. Uh, episode twenty-six. Excuse me, next week. <laughs> uh, but until then, we will see you next week. Peace.